connected to us. Love and so his people were listening. Third party, still, I can't believe it. expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts, Simi Braxton. Good morning, all you awesome wonders out there in Cyberland. And welcome to the Kings in the Morning. And we're glad that you're here with us today. But let me remind you, as I always do, this ain't your ordinary show. But for he or she that can endure to the end, that being said, strap them down, roll them up, and tuck them in. You're going to need all three. Caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Go ahead, Mr. J. King, and do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Tuesday, February 6th, 2024, you're riding with the Kings. Brother Reverend Ali. I'm on mute again. Jay can't wait to put me on mute again. He doesn't want me being happy, my friends. No, Jay can't wait to put me on mute again. I'm on mute again. I'm being muted places I've never been. I thought Jay was my great NOG friend, but he can't wait to put me on mute again. kind of show today, you guys, because on Instagram, Phil Perry um, said, I want to join you. So he pushed, I want to join you button. Last week, um, I, you know, he did, he did it last week, and we got, a bunch of, we got a bunch of listeners from Instagram. Well, he did it again today. And um, I, I was telling him that his song, yeah, the Phil Perry. I was telling him that his song, um, Grand Finale, that a, a number of you guys said, uh, uh, what was that song? What was that song you played by Phil Perry? And Grand Finale. I know you guys are. Uh, uh, call me, yes, call me Phil Perry. Yes, that's Phil Perry. That's everyone. <laughs> that's right. How you doing, Phil? I'm good. How you doing this morning? I'm good. So, uh, so. What what uh, what made you um push the you know the the join? I'm glad you did. I was up and at him early. I was the only one up in the house. I thought, well, this would be a good time to check in, see what's going on. Right on. And uh, now, do you know Derek Allen? Derek D O A Allen. 
He produced the last. I heard the name. Yeah. I can't place a face with it though. He produced the last Kim album. Oh, okay. I would I would love to hear you and Derek do work together. I I, I just believe. Well, you know me. I'm always into work. So if if he's open to it, I'm open to it. Derek Allen would be more to open more than open to it because he loved legendary artists. But what I love about Derek Allen, he just did the new. Club Nouveau single with me. We just wrote, co-wrote and produced a record together. It was the most added record at radio last week. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, yesterday, we got added to HUR, WHUR in D.C. and KJLH in Los Angeles. Um, Beautiful. But what I love about Derek Allen is his, um, is his ability to become the artist as a producer. So his records don't sound the same. So, so his Phil Perry record would sound like Phil Perry. It wouldn't be Phil Perry doing uh, uh, Derek D.O.A. Allen production. It would be D.O.A. Derek D.O.A. Allen doing a Phil Perry production. So, um, Hello. so what I would like you so inbox me your number today, and then I want to connect the two of you. Uh, Sir Fisher, I said, wow, that would be amazing. D.O.A. and Phil Perry. It would be more than amazing because Phil would love working with Derek. Derek would love working with Phil, and the magic would just be what it is. Uh, Phil, you speak about the music. Yeah. We, to do it as long as we have, yeah. we had to love what we were doing. Absolutely. Um, okay, well, well then, the, then the question becomes, how can you say you love it and not do it every chance you get? That's right. Good morning, Teresa. Um, Dre Hines said, did Kevin Flanoy produce his album? Good morning, Timothy Poole. Flanoy. Yes, he did. No, he, he produced his own album. He didn't produce my album. Okay, no, he didn't produce, he didn't produce his album, um, Dre. Okay. Um, there's nobody alive that can hit that falsetto like you, Phil. Thank you for the soundtrack of the best years of my life. That's Janet Marie. Janet you know, Marie said that. In the industry, you just made very angry early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Janet Marie said. Janet Marie is a connoisseur of music. She's a real aficionado. Um, uh, uh, Walter Beasley said anything that anything with Mr. Perry's voice would be amazing. Is what Audrey said. But Walter Beasley said, "I've worked with Derek. He is right. Yeah, Derek would do." Um, um, how did you meet? Oliver Sane. Oh, man, I met Oliver Sane. I was still in the singing group when we met Oliver. Key Fry was our manager at the time, and he and Oliver had a good working relationship. So that was where we cut the Montclair album, was at Oliver Sane's studio. <laughs> um, Janet Marie said, can't nobody out Aretha Franklin but you. <laughs> oh, bless your heart, dear. I'm glad it hit you like that. Call me, call me when you get there. That's what she said. Call me when you get there. Well, you know, in, in this the day of picking an old school hit mm-hmm. and making a cover of it, uh-huh. I thought one of the better opportunities I would have would be to sing one of the Queen's hits. Right. Right on. But you know, yeah, you, but you, like she said, only you. It ain't a whole. I tell people, leave Aretha 
and re- leave Marvin alone. Leave them two people alone. You got to be of a special kind of ilk to fool with that. And if you ain't of no, that ilk, he wasn't fooling. He wasn't fooling with that. No, you he was honoring them. No, no, for you. The music that they had done. Yeah, but let me tell you. To me. No, but but Phil, only a hand, only a certain kind of ilk can do that. They can only fool with it. You, you're one of the few people that could take an Aretha from you. Luther and a handful of others can take other artists' music and make it beautiful all over again. Everybody else can't fool with it. And you got to be of a special ilk. You happen to be, sir, of that special ilk. Robert Jameson said, good morning, Brother J. King. Your new song and video is amazing. Thank you, Brother Jameson. Good morning to you. Um, Phil is from another – that's right. Phil is from another world vocally. Now, that's from Gwen Fox, who, who ain't, ain't shabby herself. No, it's this world. I just fell in love with music as a kid, and it never stopped. Um, well, I'm gonna tell you, uh, you um, what what you do is is amazing. So, Phil, this show is called Kings in the Morning. It's a show right. we do Monday through Friday from eight to ten. It's a uh, it's a cast of characters, uh, Simi Braxton. Uh, Brother Reverend Ali and High Top Faye, Dr. Dre, is and, and Snitchy Smurf, they're all here with us this, this morning. But then you have Reese on the radio and uh, um, um, Big, Big Fred and um, Yusuf Kente and Potter. There's a number of people, Six Eyes, that all come on this show and act right. a da- and they act a damn fool. So. <laughs> Which is why well, I get up early in the morning before the damn flu comes out of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, John well, Beckman you know, Phil, says, hey, Phil, can I say something to Phil? won't do it, can you do a remake of Candyman? John Beckman, is, we call him, uh, we, uh, we call him Checklewood. And he, it, uh, James Taylor, Candy? No, who can, who can take a peanut? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, John, got yeah, John Beckman, he... He cracker jacks in the morning. Which, go ahead. What were you going to say, uh, Ali? Uh, listen, this, Mr. Uh, Mr. Phil Perry, this is Rev Ali, man. I just want you to let you know that uh, I'm the real deal, man. Them other ones is just groupies, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the real deal. And it comes. I think, I think right. Stephanie Beard, Stephanie up this early in the morning. Wow, that's something special. Good morning, Jeremy, Jeremy DeWitt. Uh, good morning, you guys. So we have... Instagram uh, with Phil Perry, you guys. Uh, Stephanie said, I saw Phil Perry live in Long Beach years ago, and I was blown away by his performance. Oh, bless your heart, dear. I'm glad it hit you like that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you the bad man. You the bad man. Um, so the Club Nouveau record, uh, you guys was added at KJLH yesterday, added at WHUR. Last week we were the number one most added record. What's most amazing about what's happening for us is that um, we haven't had a charted record since 1995. And here we are uh, uh, 29 years later uh, with a charted record. It came on the um, media-based charts after two weeks at number 40. 
Uh, I had to fill out a lot of paperwork today. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Then we're going to get into this thing. Phil Perry is our special guest. Uh, uh, and we're going to come back and we'll tell you what Stephanie Beard said when we come back. How should you express it when you love it? I said I have a question for you. Okay, when we come back. When we come back. So, when we come back.
two individuals that went through that, and it's called a postcard in winter. A postcard in winter. A postcard in winter. It may not exactly fit your format. Oh, we don't have a, we don't uh, we don't have a, a format. We, okay. we we don't have a format. You know what? Okay, so uh, we we like the song. We'll we speak for itself. We like um. We like good music. But and I and I got to tell you. Well, if you like good music, yeah, you can't you you can't do much better than a postcard in winter. Good morning, Doctor Perone. Good morning, Monkey. Um, so. Good morning, y'all. Yeah. Uh, so Phil Perry is in the building, y- y'all. Uh, postcard in winter. Good morning, Candy. Good morning, Now we got a beautiful, that's the latest thing he has, so you just want to get that. 
I'm going to get you and DOA together. Yes, you can't tell Phil something. Phil, I'm not over here crying. I just want you to know that, okay? (laughs) Watch out, Phil. He got a sweet. He got sweet on him. Shut up, man. I ain't no damn body sweet. Oh, my God. You did your job. That was a beautiful song. That's a beautiful (laughs) song. But I'm not over here crying. I just want you to know that. Yeah, he 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 the sweet one still watching. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting to me how audiences gravitate to certain things, but they didn't know that you did it, and once they're exposed to it, yeah, it it becomes part of their life. Well, and then people started people start um. They start uh, uh, discovering you, discovering the whole part of you. They start buying, you know, buying all your music. Like, I'm listening now. I got to go buy your whole catalog because that's how I listen to music. When I, um, uh, when I first met, um, uh, listened to Anderson Pop, I went and bought everything he recorded so I could just experience the whole thing and just listen to him. So I'm going to go buy your whole catalog today because um, – because well, I, I, I do believe if you do, you're going to find some some pieces of music that were recorded listen, that were never played. Yeah, I'm already. I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, you're gonna be part. You know, I do radio Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 97.5 FM KDEE. So uh-huh. you are going to be part of. You know, your songs will be in a, a regular rotation with me. Well, what well, since you were gonna do. Grab the catalog anyway. Just at your leisure, go through it, see what moves you. If it moves anybody, it can move everybody. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, um, um, Reese on the radio just joined us, and so did Potter. Good morning, Reese. Good morning, Potter. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, uh, Snitchy Smurf. How about Good morning. Good morning. Re- I joined. I joined Re- right in the middle of the concert. So I can't get uh, okay, <laughs> so we're talking to we're talking to Phil Perry. Now, Phil, I told you. Good morning, uh, Latora Williams. Some of these guys are really assy. Okay, so and the, the no, don't 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 racist. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That was a very very good <laughs> postcards at winter. 
even though I know it might be inappropriate to do, I'm going to forward this song to my stepdaughter, uh, unfortunately, and I don't want to make this about that, you know, bring the whole mood down, but Phil Perry mentioned that you ever noticed that people are very, very down when they lost someone. I actually, one of my, one of my, um, I, I guess I could say part-time employees just passed away on the 30th. I just found out about it the other day. Wow. And, um, I'm gonna, wow. yeah, I'm gonna forward, I'm gonna forward the song because it's very fitting for that. Uh, his girlfriend watched him die. It, he he died in front of her, um, uh, and thankfully their child wasn't there when it happened. Um, and it was a violent death, unfortunately. And um, so I, now, I when love you say the song. I death, when you say a violent death, did he die at the hands of someone, or did was it just that it was at a his violent own hands. death? At his own hands. At his own hands. Wow. That's yeah. tough. And, and it was an accident. Hopkins, who hey. was it? Uh, the kid, Tyler, who worked for me part-time in Stafford. Oh uh, he was God. only 20 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he was, what, was, he, was he playing with a gun or something? He was trying to teach his girlfriend how to load it. And he inadvertently, in the conversation, I guess they were talking and you know, I guess he just wasn't, be, he wasn't being safe. And he shot himself in the face, unfortunately. Damn. Wow. Well, that's tough. So sad. Yeah. yeah, it's very sad. Well, he's he's doing such a good, we literally just helped, of, uh, we just helped his mother move. And I got well, to know them. Um, he worked for a year. Yeah. Speaking of sad death, um, country music star, Toby Keith has died at the age yeah. of 62. Um, what? I mean, I'm 62. Yeah. Yeah. According yeah. to a statement on his official yeah. website, Toby Keith passed peacefully last night on February 5th, surrounded by his family. He fought his fight with grace and courage. Please respect the family's privacy. Um, and um, he had stomach cancer. He announced it. I don't know if you guys remember. He announced it a, a few years back. And um, so he, he, he um, succumbed to, to stomach cancer. Let me just tell you guys, all of the foods that we are allowed to eat in this country contains, or a lot of it, especially the meat, contains carcinogenics. Uh, and that means that you and I have some type of cancer in our body, and sometimes you can fight it off, some, the cells, sometimes, sometimes you can't. Good morning, Jeff Carlin. So, um, yeah, so, you know, uh, that's why you got to live while you're alive. And uh, um, Do you know that's so, one the way, of the reasons guys, why I'm, I'm scared? It's like I quit smoking in March. It'll be next month. It'll be three years since I've had a cigarette. And I've actually thought about smoking. And the one thing that keeps me is that one deal is like imagine going back to smoking and then getting lung cancer. Beating it off, never having it all this time, and then going back and getting it. That's the one thing that keeps me from going Well, you know, my, my mother died of lung cancer. You know, she was 62 years old, uh, about to be 63. So, and she died on my birthday, uh, my Damn. 45th birthday. Yeah. Hey, J. King, wow. it's, leap, it's leap year this year, too, J. King. I think her birthday is on the 29th. Yeah. This would be my mother's birthday. Yeah, my mother would be 80 this year. Yeah. My mother would be 80 this year. Uh, but I live, I, I, I'm, I live the way I live because of her. I'm vibrant 
because of my mom, because my mom was a vibrant, wonderful spirit. She she was very kind, and she um she was uh but she she would cut your ass out and straighten and put that straightening comb on your ass quick, fast, and in a hurry. So you know who do you uh, get the who do you who do you get the petty evil guy from then? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Dude. So we so um. That's a joke. I'm, Jesus I'm, Christ, I'm, i got to tell you every yeah, time. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, well, I gotta, because you make a motherfucker want to cuss you out from time to time, but I'm trying to be nice to your ass today. Today, uh, we're going to get the show started. I'm going to do the daily word. Brother Reverend Ali, are you doing the word of the day? Yes, sir, I'm going to do the word of the day. Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day. I'm going to do the daily word. I will play grand finale after after we do this, and then look into it. Um, the daily word is priorities, P-R-I-O-R-I-T-I-E-S. I put God first and trust my other needs will be met. Even though I may enjoy material things, I keep their importance in perspective. I know what the real treasures are in life. I prioritize the love in my heart, the joy of expression and spiritual wisdom, the qualities of spirit, My treasure is found in God. I place my attention on those things that I hold most important, love, peace, harmony, and goodwill. As I attune my thoughts and feelings with these qualities and keep my awareness upon them, I find my material needs are met, often beyond my hopes and imaginings. Tending to my spiritual life is my priority as I attend to those practices that draw me closer to God. I am living a spiritual life that fills me with deep and lasting gladness. This is my priority today and always. Today's Bible verse is Matthew 621. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? OG, the word of the day is appreciative, spelled A-P-P-R-E. C-I-A-T-I-V-E. And the definition for appreciative is feeling or showing gratitude or pleasure. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Today, I am very appreciative of Phil Perry joining us today on the radio. Appreciative. It's appreciative. That was crazy. It's, wow. a, it's appreciative. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and we were all, we were, we were told to love your neighbor as yourself. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and Jay don't love his neighbor. He'd be over here throwing darts at me, uh, Phil. <laughs> Jay King, King. I want you to, uh, Jay King. It was appreciative. Jay King. It's not appreciative. Jay King. Yeah. Jay King, I want you to appreciate, yeah. I want you to appreciate that, Ali is speaking English. I want you to recognize that Ali is speaking English. Yeah. I just just told you it was appreciative. Uh, So I'm going to play this one record. You say it your way, I say it my way. We're going to talk about the Grammys today. That's the right way. and, and And what it really is. Because I don't believe that a lot of people understand what the Grammys are, how it works, 
Today we're going to talk about it. Um, but this is Phil Perry grand finale. Um, released it in 2023. It's the latest release. Uh, we'll be right back. I got I got a May May Ali in my house right now. Hold on.
This is a new song, 
in order for you to be uh, part of the Grammys, be a voting member of the Grammys, you have to be a musician, songwriter, executive of some sort. You have to be in the in the business, and and then you have to pay a yearly um, fee to the Grammys, and you are now a voting member. As a voting member, you get a ballot, and uh, and what you get is you get these. It used to be that they used to send them to us, and now now we get them on, online that they send them to us uh, in an email. But it used to be that you um, you got all of the different categories, and you could and within this booklet, and you could pick five or six of the categories. You couldn't pick from all of them. You could only pick from five or six. So uh, you know, um, most people would pick country. You know. R&B, blues, pop, they have the different categories, and then you, um, and so anybody, anybody can, can uh, if you make a, a record, somebody can put you in, and so the first ballots have hundreds of songs, and then people vote on, uh, uh, those of us who have the right to vote, we vote on those hundreds of songs, and they vote it down to another number, and then those songs are voted down to another number, and the number that those songs are voted down to are the songs that make it to the Grammy ballot, the Grammy award, and those are the nominees. Now, not everybody votes. However, there are people that work for companies, for the record companies, that will go and find the non-voters and either get them to let them cast a vote or ask them to cast a vote for their particular artist. Now, if you're a record company, you can't, you can't pick multiple people for album of the year or record of the year. You can only pick the one. And so Adele and Beyonce happen to be on the same label. And, uh, and like it or not, you know, um, Beyonce is still a little black girl who sell records, you know, primarily to young people and, you know, and, and black folks. Adele is a is a white girl with a worldwide audience and you know and and people that buy a lot more records so as a record company i'm probably going to go with who i think can win so adele goes against uh taylor swift because taylor swift's company is going to make sure that she's always in that in that category so it's, it's politics more than it is uh, than it is anything else. It's not, and that's right. It's not based on music. Let me tell you guys what you don't know. When Marvin Gaye made What's Going On, that is today deemed by Rolling Stone the greatest album ever recorded in the history of music. So just imagine what 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 what's going on was when it came out in 1970. We had, ne- we had never heard anything like it. We had never heard a guy multiply his vocal and sing. I mean, Marvin Gaye created a whole 
new vocal styling, and but a masterpiece of a record, so much of a masterpiece that when we hear it today, we talk about the brilliance of what's going on. And um, we should. Absolutely. So I say all that to say Marvin Gaye never won a Grammy for what's going on, for let's get it on, for heard it through the grapevine, for ain't nothing like the real thing, or the songs he did with Tammy Terrell, for uh, got to give it up, not for here, my dear, not for I want you, not for any recording until he did sexual healing. That's the business you're in. So if you get caught up in the idea of the game that they put in front of you as it relates to music, because music, the music business is a game, but it's also an emotion. So you've got to decide if you want to be in the game or the emotion of the game. Yes, sir. When I was a kid, one of the older guys in the city, I grew, I grew up in East St. Louis, Illinois, man. Okay? Mm-hmm. So one of the older cats walked over to me and said, you know, you got an interesting voice. I said, got any pointers for me? He said, yeah. Be true to the game, and the game will be true to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, the game, so, and I, I, I understand what he, was, what he was saying. For me, the, 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 I, I say you be true to the music. And that, the music is the, the game. game. That's if right. The music, it will be no industry. Well, um, <laughs> the unfortunate part is they put game in the music. And that's why, you know, it, it, I started off independently. When I did Rumors, you know, I did it strictly independently. I sold... Um, Three and a half million records without a major label, without a major distributor, without a. Uh, but but at that time, the music business was a lot different. Uh, uh, black radio was owned primarily by black men and women uh, because um, you could only because own. We didn't cross pop back then. Well, no, no, you could only own so many. Uh, <laughs> media uh, outlets until 1986 when uh, Ronald Reagan uh, deregulated because of the the, um, control, the the flight control folks um, uh, with the the airlines. um, uh, What do they call those? Air traffic controllers? Air traffic controllers. And because it was, yeah, and because it was with the FAA, it affected radio, and once, but but it was it was tiered. That's why you have, that's why you have Cumulus and iHeart and conglomerates now because you couldn't have them at first. But when they deregulated the air traffic controllers because it's all connected, because radio waves, it connected to the um, the ownership of radio uh, and television stations. And you could only own up to, I believe, either five or seven in total. So once they, once, once they um, took that away, then 
what they started doing with black radio is uh, if, if there was a guy with a 40, 50,000, 100,000 watt black radio station, uh, the white conglomerate would come in and say, hey, we want to buy your station. We're going to give you 10 times more money than it's worth. So if it's worth a million dollars, we're going to give you 10 million. It's Jay King, um, um, Jacqueline, tune in. Um, so, and then the, the guy would say, no, I don't want to sell my station. And then what they would do is they would, they would go buy another signal, compete with him, put him out of business, and then buy it for a lesser market. So as, as uh, black radio station owners saw it happening across the country, they acquiesced it. And they started selling and taking their profit because they were going to be put out of business. And that's why you have what you have, and that's why um, um, uh, Kathy um, Hughes and, and her son Albert became so important to the game because Radio One, which is black-owned, they saw the writings on the wall, and they started doing what the big white conglomerates were doing, and that's how Blue Chip, Radio One, and um, and now you have um, Cumulus and iHeart and stations like that. So that's how it all happened. Good morning, Rodney Abernathy. Well said, Jay. Uh, good morning, Vernon. Well said. Is that what the wave is trying to do to KJLH? Harrison, that's what the wave has tried to do to KJLH for years because Stevie wouldn't sell. Stevie won't sell, and Stevie ain't going to sell because Stevie just got money. Matter of fact, Stevie woke up this morning, he went to the bathroom, and a whole bunch of money fell out of his ass. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, um, this is – so the music business, and I say this to artists all the time, the music business is you, and you decide how you are going to be the business of music. I get to decide how I'm going to be the music of business. So the music of business don't don't get to dictate to me. I'm the dictator to the music of business. And uh, uh, I mean the business of music. So I'll say this to you all. As artists, you don't need a million people to buy your record or download or anything. You need if you can get a thousand people to love you enough to say, I'm going to patronize your art, I'll give you $100 a year. If you get a thousand people to do that, you have $100,000 a year just in basic, just to record. And, and now you have, you know, uh, uh, like the Guggenheims used to do with, with um, Jackson Pollock. As artists, we have to learn how to help the people that love us, help us curate who we are. We can't look at it. Yeah. And then, you know, and then give them special things, give them special access, uh, uh, create special pieces that only they can have. And if you build that over time and you can grow your network by 5 to 20% every year, you go from 1,000 people 
to 1,050 to 1,200. And then the next year you grow that by 20%. And the next year you grow that by 20%. Before you know it, five or six years, you have three, 4,000 people giving you $100 a year. That's three or $400,000. You got room to spread and grow and build. Now you can say, you know what, uh, Beth, you've been so good to me. I'm going to come to your house and do a private concert for you and your friends. I'm going to bring my music system with me. I'll have my background music, and I'll sing live for you in your living room, and you can invite 40 of your friends. So you know what Beth is going to do? Beth is going to say, oh, my God, Phil Perry is coming to my house, and, he, and I can invite 40 of my friends. Before you know it, you become you become bigger than artists that are um, that are huge stars because you built from the ground up. Your foundation is never dies. Your your foundation is so solid it's like bedrock. That's why Frankie Beverly can get on stage right now today, and we know he can't hit the note, but we don't care. Because we love Frankie. Yeah, because we sing it anyway. We love Frankie. We, 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 are, we feel honored to be in the presence of Frankie because Frankie gave his life to us on stage. And we're honoring his giving. Music is and an incredible his sacrifice. Thing. That's right. Because anybody that's been in this industry over 20 years has sacrificed. Mm-hmm. And the suggestion to the contrary in no means is true. Right. 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 So I just wanted people to know that the Grammy Awards isn't doing anything any different to Beyonce than it's done to anybody else. Uh, they, they play at a high level. Beyonce has a lot of money. She's a billionaire. Don't, don't, don't feel sad for her. She's won 32 Grammys. Um, I, you know, I'm, I don't even know. I, I got to be honest with you. I know two Beyonce songs. One of them that goes, ba, 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 da, ba, 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 da, ba, 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 da, ba, put the beat in, whatever that song is. I don't know the name, but I just know that song. And then I know, ba, da, 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 Yeah, me too. That's all I know. Huh? No, crazy that's right so now. Crazy yeah. That song. Those are the only two songs I know of Beyonce. I, I don't hate on Beyonce. See, you guys, what you guys don't know is this. There's no clearinghouse for music the way there used to be. The reason why we would know Creedence Clearwater Revival and we would know uh, uh, Ike and Tina Turner and we would know Sly Stone and we would know the Doobie Brothers and we would know Glenn... Uh, uh, Glenn Campbell and John Denver is because everything, there was a clearinghouse for music that happened at radio. There's no clearinghouse for music anymore. So now even you got these kids that are called Swifties, they know, they know Taylor Swift's music. The Beehive knows Beyonce's music. The, we don't know it as an overall because it's not a clearinghouse like that anymore. And so 
So I don't, you know, I respect Beyonce and Taylor because I know what kind of work it takes to stay at that level. I know what kind of consistency it takes to stay at that level, and I applaud that. Not everybody is willing to do that. Uh, Jeff, a clearinghouse is just a central location. Radio in the, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s acted as a clearinghouse for music, but it doesn't do that anymore. Now you guys find music everywhere, anywhere, wherever. However, you guys discover music. I discovered Anderson Park because I was asleep one day, and, I, and it was Saturday Night Live was playing, and the music was on, and he was doing a song called Tinted. I woke up, seen this guy, never seen him, never heard of him before, playing drums, singing with these glasses on, and they said, Anderson Pock. I went to uh, iTunes and found the album, downloaded it, and went back to sleep and never listened to it. It was a month before I listened to it because I forgot that I downloaded it, and I was just going through my musical thing because I buy music. I'm a music buyer. I, I love great music. It's why I buy, you know, I love Snow Allegra and Gibeon. My favorite is Anderson Pop. I love Lucky Day. There's certain artists that I love, and then, of course, whenever um, I, um, uh, uh, Lakeside, uh, did a song called um, You're Not the Only One. Da, 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 da. It was it's a new record. I, um, I heard the record and I said, um, Great, um, uh, uh, um, Fred from Lakeside, um, he, um, he said, I want to play something for you. And he sent me the song. And I fell in love. I fell in love with the record. I said, I'm not, I, said I, I love this record. Can I play it? And he said, not right now, but there's going to come a time when I'm going to tell you that you can play this record. And for some reason, I'm trying to find it. Um, where, where did I put this record? Hold on, I'm going to find it for you guys. I'm going to play this record for you guys. And um, let me see if it's um, let me see if it's on iTunes first before I, I hate playing music, and then it's um, and then it's not on iTunes, and then you guys get mad at me, like I did. Um, uh, Lakeside. Let me make sure you're not the only, you're not the only one. Um, so um, um, Jeff, I said um, good morning, uh, Red Boy. What I said was, Mariam Ali is in my living room. Maymay Ali, she's here today. Um, she's um she's here today, and um, because she's going to do a book signing. Maymay is like my little sister. She's staying in my house tonight. She's leaving in the morning. Um, Lakeside, you're not the only one. Didn't see it coming, 
Anybody you Yeah, Jay, I got to apologize. Hold on. So, so now watch this. Let me tell you what I do with trolls. 
I tear their asses up. Today, I just don't feel like I'm not in a tear troll ass of feeling today. Yet, um, Shadi said, you got to be built like a tank to deal with, the, with music listeners, man. When you see, you see the ears of stone, you see what the ears of stone, the ears of stone knock people's shit down. He laughed at them in their face. <laughs> Telling that shit. Yeah, the ears of stone is fucked up. So ears, so ears, ears don't care. He don't care that a motherfucker Fuck might drive Skip off the of Martin. Martin shit. He shit it all on Skip Martin shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey, you, 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 you nigga, keep my name out your mouth, nigga. Talk about yourself. P T E. I'm glad you were here this morning too. Yeah. You know, Skip Martin shit was whack. That shit wasn't whack. That shit was nice. Hey, look, Phil Perry said, if you love music, you love music. You know, you're going to stay with it. But these niggas love music too much, you know. You <laughs> <laughs> know it. Um, Jay, um, Lucky Witherspoon said, hey, y'all, I have to be honest. Jay is tugging on y'all's heartstrings. He don't give a damn about what nobody say as much as he wants to write a, a great song, period. Um, That's I, right. I, I don't. I don't Use give a cold a piece of work, Jay. But um, how do you converse on live? I'm a nerd. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know, um, uh, Macamoon. Good morning, Roger Smith. Um, let me tell you, um, um, I cri- I, I'm a critic of my music already, but don't think that I don't listen to you guys. Uh, um, you know, the Club Nouveau single, that's y'all. That that's 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 you all make, that y'all made that happen. If, if Club Nouveau don't work here, I'm not releasing it. And spending money? Shit. I, I got to go back to the board. I, I didn't just, me and D didn't just take what, what it was. We went back to the board several times to make sure that we got it right. I know when there's a stone and saying, uh, I like it, uh, it would be better if I was on it. Okay. Okay. EOS, EOS like it. Good morning, 510323. Who's calling? This is Latoya London. Wow, Latoya London in the building. Why are we getting <laughs> <laughs> uh, Latoya London uh, is here, you guys. I, um, Latoya, I forgot you were coming, to be honest with you, because I'm old. Because I, I, I had you set for yesterday. But Sherry Payton called me and said, hey, She's not going to make it. Can we do it on this day? And I said, absolutely. She said, can we do, he said, can we do Tuesday at 830? I said, you absolutely can. Uh, you're going to be at the Blue Note, right? Yes. This Thursday. Yes, yes. 8 p.m. Uh, so, so Latoya London, you guys, if you, her name sounds familiar to you, mm-hmm. is because she was uh, one of the top um, – um, singers, one of the, what, what did you finish at on um, on uh, um, 
On American Idol. Why is, why is it on American Idol? Yeah. What did you think? I didn't get this man some ginkgo biloba or something. Just kidding. <laughs> no, um, so it was, yeah, it was season three of American Idol, and I finished fourth that season. Yeah. I remember you, my yep. little sister. Thank and, you. Um, and you're going to be at the Blue Note in, in um, Napa yes. singing uh, Whitney. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not everybody can do that. So you got to have a special kind of thing. Uh, how oh, do people yeah. get tickets? Mm-hmm. Um, how are ticket sales going? Yes, ticket sales are going well. People can go to um, – there's, there's some left, so uh, definitely get it fast because um, I just had a show at Yoshi's, uh, same show, the Whitney Houston Tribute, uh, back in November, and they literally sold out um, at the last minute. Um, people thought that, you know, they had some time to get tickets, and then they looked up and there were none left. So I just want to make sure everyone gets their tickets as soon as possible. They can go to um, bluenotejazz.com, bluenotejazz.com to get their tickets. Again, um, it's the Blue Note in Napa. Um, you can also Google that, Latoya London, Napa. It'll come up. Um, yeah, 8 p.m. show. Have you been touring? Are you recording anything? What's going on with you? Yeah, so I have been recording. Um, I've been kind of strategic on what I want to release. Um, the last release that I did was um, a duet with Anthony Hamilton. It's a song called On Everything, and it's available on yeah, all online platforms. Mm-hmm. And okay, so hold I'm on. We're going to stop right there. We're going to stop right okay. there. This is LaToya London, featuring Anthony Hamilton on everything. Come home tonight, you'll see me crying. Baby, it's your time, I'll speak your mind. I know you won't cry. Thank you. 
at the Latoya London. She's going to be uh, at the Blue Note Napa this Thursday. For those of you close by, you want to stop by and see her. How many seats? How many? How, that's a nice, intimate uh, setting. Are you going to do one one show, two shows? How many shows did you? Yeah, I'm just do doing there? just doing one show. Okay. Yep. Now, are you still so, residing in California? Are you living elsewhere? You know, are you still in the Bay? Yeah, no, I'm not in the Bay um, residing anymore, but I'm here a lot. Um, you know, my family's still here. I'm always doing something yeah. here, shows, private event or something, so I'm always in town most most of the time. If I wasn't flying out, I would be there Thursday. But unfortunately, no. I am flying out. But what I will say is that there are people that listen to the show that are in the Bay Area uh, that are in um, that down. That show should be sold out. It was Stephanie Beard said, yes, it should be. Uh, yeah, and so I hope so. that's why we're doing what we're doing. We want to help, help, help her sell it out. What you guys need to do is let people know if you can't make it, find it, post it, share it, tell your friends that you know that, that are in the Bay Area, that you know that like that. Uh, the, the the blue note is a, a very um, sexy place to uh, to to uh, take somebody. Uh, good morning, Six Eyes. It, yeah, it's, uh, well, that's a great record. Now, how did Thank that you. record do at radio? Um, you know, actually, we did online radio and we did uh, okay. music choice. Yeah, so. Uh, that's what we should send it to me. First. Whenever you have a record, send it to me. I got a radio station right here in Sacramento. We played. I just downloaded okay. it, so I'll play it on the radio. But send I me appreciate your music. That. Okay. Yeah, Shelly know how to get in touch with me. Okay, definitely. You know, Thank my, you. Yeah, Shelly is my man. Anybody mm-hmm. got questions for Latoya? Because she probably don't want to talk I, to you. I, I have a question. I have a question. I'm trying to remember. Did you think ain't nobody on on the show? I did. I remember. You killed it. I remember that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Now, do you know that he was he was there the day Steve uh, uh, Harvey. Steve Harvey. Um, Come on, man. Don't <laughs> that shit. Steve Harvey <laughs> and Cat Williams. Oh, God. He was in the day Detroit. Steve Harvey yeah. and Cat Williams. He was in. He was in. Uh, he was in Detroit that day. I went, I went home. That time? So I, I, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> he, he wasn't there. Ju- uh, he, he wasn't there. He's uh, just lying to you. He wants you to feel good. Hey, hey, Ali, Ali, I'm lying. Vertical, <laughs> Vertical told me to ask her if she's single. Uh, well, Vertical, <laughs> you, you, that's a bowling ball talking to you, ma'am. You don't want that. <laughs> Y'all funny. I'm not a bowling ball. Are you single? I am single, Are you, actually. You, 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 he's a cannonball right there. Watch it. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh my goodness. I'm, I'm not listening to none of y'all. I am. Thank you, sister. I'm mm-hmm. sexy. I'm very good looking. That's okay. And sister, you there by yourself with all those testosterone? Uh, no, no, no. Thank goodness. No. No. Three of us. Okay. Yeah, okay. There's our sister Mary right there. And our sister Chocolate right. Peach is somewhere around here. Thank goodness. <laughs> you fucking get out of hand. They can tell you how sexy I am. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so, so are you on a tour? Uh, are you on a tour um, 
Latoya, or are you just are you doing spot dates here and there? I'm doing spot dates. Yeah. Okay, good. And you said so, you, you said um, you're working on you're working on new music right now. Mm-hmm, I am. I do have some music that I have finished, but I just really want to be strategic about what I release. So, um, you know, we're just having meetings, talking right now about, uh, you know, yeah, what I should release next after releasing that song because it's been a while since I've released music. Period. You know, and you know, people yeah. have kind of certain expectation, and and I definitely want to give the fans what what they want to hear. You know what I mean? Um, Sir so Fisherlock said, "Will she be?" Per- Sir Fisherlock said, "Will she be performing at the Newport or Long Beach Festival this year?" No, not that I know of. When is that? No, I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, Ali, no, it's not um, on my. Article said he was looking out for you when he asked if she was single. Nah, I don't. I don't need no round, no round, fat bowling ball dude with with three holes in him trying to help me. Professor Keone said, and the man calling everyone bowling balls and cannonballs is retarded and a stutter. That that right there, he he got a cummy beard. He got a cummy beard like somebody dropped a bowl of cum on his face. Oh God, that's 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 a lot. Wow, we have yeah. unbelievable. Company. Are you, you can't even behave from, yourself uh, with guests on the show. Get them, sister. Yeah, I'm I'm not participating. I'm away. <laughs> La- Latoya, I'm away. are you are you accepting uh, tracks from producers? New music? Yeah, and that's yeah, I am. Um, but that's the thing, like. You know, I want real music, music that's colorful, music with um, different feels in it. You know, a lot of times people come with tracks, and it's just that's what it is. It's just tracks. You know what I mean? It's just redundant music. Exactly. It just doesn't move. It doesn't go anywhere. And um, I don't want to, you know, I just I want to make some real good music, you know. So I'm, I'm being a little bit picky, I guess. Um, I got some stuff you might dig. I'm a producer. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm definitely um, open. I'm definitely open to listening for sure. Now, 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 Latoya, that's the same dude that was trying to get at you. So don't let him use production to try to put his mag hand down. <laughs> Trust I me. I, do I, that. I don't mix the two. <laughs> I don't mix the two. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I know how to handle myself. So, you know, I know how to. I know I got, you don't like, I got hey, folks hey, in you from Oakland. I know what you. That's right. I know. She got. I, I can she read know how games. to cut you to I the can, white meat. I can yeah. read games. You know, I know. <laughs> exactly. I know how to handle all that. So, um, but yeah, I can. Um, if you get him in touch with Shelly, and then um, yeah, so I can so I can listen to that for sure. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the stuff that yeah, she got. Gig, though. Definitely. She got. Okay. Shelly, Shelly's having Christopher Reed. Is that? That's not Chris. That's not my boy Chris. That's not kid and play Chris, is he? What's that, Chris? So, so Latoya, we had oh yeah, we had Phil Perry on. That I was on. We had Phil Perry on earlier. Then you come on, and now Chris, my man, I first that so Chris came to my house one day with uh with uh uh, uh the boy from the Rick from the TV show. Um, the other comedian, damn it, Chris. Who did you? I don't know why. I'm, today is 
today is that day. I'm, I'm doing a lot of things at the same time. Who am I talking about? You know, um, Gina. Uh, Martin Lawrence? Martin Lawrence. He came to my house. You know, Martin coming to my house in the Hollywood Hills in the 90s. Yeah. That's, I met Martin Lawrence through Christopher Reed. Yeah. Okay. Chris Cool Cat. Yeah. Now, Chris is out. the kid in play, Chris, or yep. a different mm-hmm. Chris? Light okay. skin. Kid in play. Yeah. Light mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my dude. Okay. okay. Um, cool. Her mama graduated so, uh, from Woodrow Wilson High. Is what is um is as an oil can you buckets of something else. Uh, don't 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 talk about us to our face like that, Snitchy Smurf. If you're gonna say something, yeah. you know, say it, say it out loud. Don't say it in a text. Don't be scared. Yeah, my memory. You know what? I'm gonna tell you why today. Let me tell you why, Professor Kimberly. Because in my head, I'm doing a lot of different things. I'm booking Club Nouveau dates right now. At the same time, I'm dealing with cameo stuff. And then I have Maymay Ali in the house because she's speaking today. And I got. And then I have I have a staff meeting at um. I have staff meeting at ten thirty. Then I got to get Maymay to. Uh, to the um um grant the the, the, the theater a lot, so bro. she can speak to them. Doing a lot. And then I have to go, then I gotta do radio. I gotta get to the radio station, get set up for May May to be on the air today. Hey. So um I'm 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 juggling. Juggling. And I got Latoya London. Up. I got Latoya London on here, and I and I can feel you sap suckers with your tongues all out and slobbering. And I'm trying to make Latoya feel comfortable. <laughs> she don't want to cut y'all to the white meat. All kind of shit going on right here. Good I'm morning, trying to get y'all. some hot tracks. That's all. I know. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. You want to say something to Latoya London? Um, huh? Um, Big Charles, you came in. Did this motherfucker called in and said, <laughs> 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 No, I'm talking about Hold up, hold up. I was going to say something, but hold up, man, hold up. I just want This is a man. Latoya, I would, I would say uh, I apologize, but this is the way this shit is every day. Mm, okay. Yep. This shit no, is like this every day. day. Well, you would like think that people come on the show at least. Okay, Reese on the radio is here. Let's see what Reese on the radio do. Good morning, Reese. Uh, yeah. Uh, Latoya London, the uh, third season. I did. I, of uh, American Idol, I, I, uh, fourth runner up. I uh, know. I, I did get a yes, chance to hear the song. She is drop dead gorgeous. That's what he said. Good morning, brother. Brother, beautiful. And brother Yusef. I was, Very I was going to say, I didn't get a chance to hear the song. We know she's beautiful, but you, you over there touching on shit you ain't got no business touching on. I know how that's going down. Okay. Anyway, I got a chance. I was in a meeting uh, because I was looking at some property, but I was in a meeting, but I had my ear plug in, which is rude, and I was listening to the song that um, Latoya did with Anthony Hamilton, and I t- commented in the in the in the comments that 
uh, they should do a uh, they should do a series called Unappreciated because Anthony Hamilton is one of the most unappreciated R&B singers uh, in a lifetime. I love his music. Yeah, um, so I'm glad she got the opportunity. It's a great song, by the way. Great song. Thank you. Thank um, you very much. You're welcome. And I I didn't hear you say season three, so that's Fantasia's season, right? Yeah, um, we were the three divas: me, her, and uh, Jennifer Hudson. Well, I do yeah. remember that. I do remember mm-hmm. that. I do remember that. Well, yeah. congratulations. You know, um, you know, people. You know, you don't. The, the everybody says that the pinnacle is reaching superstardom, but you know, you get in where you fit in, and and you're you're a talent. So you know, we all can't be superstars, but you're a star in your own right. So congratulations. Thank you so much. It's all perspective. Thank you. That's right. That's right. Now, that's the nicest I've ever heard you talk to a black woman. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Now, truth be told. I'm just saying. Truth be told. Truth be told. Um, I, I have, first of all, I, I love, I love, I love Kelly Rowland. And I used to be a Gabrielle Union fan until she got with Dwayne Wade. Uh, so there are plenty of black women that I love. It's just like, you know, you know. You started that shit out, though. <laughs> Even, hey, by the way, <laughs> by the way, Jocelyn, Jocelyn Wade, Jocelyn I, I Wade. Say, I kept the way to help Maymay Ali in the other room to, to get on the Wi-Fi, and I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you speak. I'm like, wow, that's Reese? This motherfucker really is yeah, nice. Well, and kind when you want to be. I am a nice, I'm a nice guy. I am a nice guy. Everybody is saying, even Stephanie said, you call with it, Jay, but it's true. Vertical said, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, uh, Professor Keone said, well, the song was at hot. Latoya, London, how was it performing alongside um, Fantasia? <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to know how how was it performing alongside Fantasia. Okay, um, it was you know during that time it was very nerve wracking. You know we were in a competition together, so you know you're around other who, people that who are in that competition. That was a heavy competition. I mean, it was. It was. It was Can you, I ask a controversial Fantasia? question? The whole uh, sh- Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Jennifer Hudson was that too? Yeah, yep. George Hurt, Jennifer Hudson and uh, Fantasia. Mm-hmm. See, to me, so. that was the one where I said any one of you guys could have won in another season. Like, they could have mm-hmm. broke you guys up. And y'all exactly. would have been number one in each of those mm-hmm. seasons. You would have been number one. Yeah, in, you know. exactly. Yeah, it was the yeah. best season. Stephanie said it was the best season. It was. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Remy, Definitely. It's only so. Remy Wolf. Let me do, I'm gonna give you a round of applause for that. <laughs> Thank now, you. Latoya, can I ask you? Can I ask you a controversial question? If you don't know the answer, you don't have to. You don't have to co-sign me. I'm on my BS. But at the time that you were at American Idol and you were a member of the Three Divas, as you were so called, did at any time did you notice that Fantasia was illiterate? 
okay. We weren't we weren't sitting around reading stuff and you know, um <laughs> if if ever <laughs> and if ever there was I'm like, just I'm just saying, you know, like you know how you'll be going over sheet music and whatnot, or maybe you're going over songs. What you know, she she's openly talked about this. You know, there's not a mystery. I'm just wondering, you know, at that time when nobody knew she was illiterate, if you noticed anything like that, no. like maybe she couldn't read the sheet music or anything like that. I literally had no idea. I had no idea. Um, you know, yeah, and, and any time that we did have to read something or whatever, I mean, we were we were kind of in our in our own spaces, so I, I never witnessed anything. I only, you know, only when she said something, I, I just, I was like, wow. Okay, you know. Um, um, but, uh, my, uh, John Beckman said, "Would you be interested in a white pony?" And that's what oh. we call John Beckman. I don't know what that means. Oh my God! Can you guys be kind to the ladies? This is so. Mm. Uh, what is a white pony? Think of the worst thing. Think of the worst thing ever. Not, think of the worst amusement park ever. <laughs> yeah, uh no, I'm just I'm just interested in this show February eighth at Napa uh in Napa at the Blue Note Napa Thursday, February eighth at eight PM. That's what I'm interested yes, in right Friday. now. Oh wow, you're gonna be you go. you're gonna be at Napa. Do you think okay. that Bonnie oh. Willis and Nathan Wade will be there? I have no idea. But uh <laughs> Wow. I hope uh, I hope a lot of folks are there. So definitely get your tickets. We're gonna, get no, your you, tickets you know, before they sell out. We're gonna get yeah. a lot of people. We're gonna get a lot of people out. We're gonna we're gonna make sure that we talk about it. Um, okay. Mel Bernie said, "Reese, you started out good, but then you revert to form." Uh, Professor no, Kiyomi said, "Listen, it's a, it's a legitimate the question." The old James Hopkins is coming back. We knew the nice Reese wouldn't last. Whoa, whoa, whoa! First of all. What I said about Latoya London still stands. My congratulations to her and my, you know, my ringing endorsement of her, her voice, and her song still stand. My question was about Fantasia, a legitimate question since she knew her, asking whether or not she knew at the time, okay? And I haven't said anything foul whatsoever oh, wow. other than and asking. I didn't know legitimate enough. Okay. Legitimate so, enough. Latoya, you did the Tony, Tony, Tony tour? How, how was that? I did. Oh my God! Oh wow, San Francisco! It was so yeah, it was so amazing. It was fun. Um, I had just it was a learning experience as well. Just you know, working with uh, uh, the legends. You know what I mean? Just the whole process of putting the the show together and all that stuff, and then just being on stage performing with people that you know I grew up listening to. Like I, you know, I'm not a background singer. I'm I'm a lead. I'm an artist. But for the Tony. Coming back together and reuniting after 25 years, yo, Raphael called me, and I was like, absolutely, I'm there. So um, that was really cool. I did the Lucy Pearl stuff with him, and, um, and yeah, and, and helped down on stage. I did. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite album. That's my favorite album. Cool. The first album, the Lucy Pearl album, is my favorite album. Yep, yep. Uh, so, Lucy Pearl only had really cool. one album, didn't they? <laughs> Did Lucy Pearl have no? More they than had one two. Album? They had they had a second album. That was when um, the, uh, they had uh, an EP of sorts because that's when um, Big Gip's girlfriend joined the group. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah, but, but the first album was, I worked that album. I, I'll never forget that album. I, I still love that album. Every song I know by heart. Love that album. I'm glad you got to work on that. Yeah, so that was that was really a great experience. I mean, I grew up on their music from like age 11 or so, 10, 11, all the way up through high school, you know. So it was a soundtrack, one of the soundtracks to my life, you know. Well, what I'm happy about, what I'm happy about is this, that you're still singing, that you, um, you know, uh, uh, shows like American Idol can be disheartening to uh, to musicians and vocalists because it's a great start off, and it seems like if it don't take all the way off, you drop all the way down um, because of, you know, because of the um, the platform it's on, but mm-hmm. um, cream rises to the top. Uh, I believe that Fantasia, of all of the um, singers that ever were on um, American Idol, Fantasia was my favorite of all. I just thought she was the most original singer. I love her. I feel like they have never found the right record for her. Uh, you and, and Jennifer Agreed. were my my next favorite singers. And, you know, and again, I think songs have to be, they have to find songs for people like you guys because you guys are bigger than just regular pop records. You know, you guys got to gotta find real songs. And then Kelly Clarkson, you guys are the four, um, to me, the four real artists that came out of um, uh of the American Idol cookie cutter thing, uh, mm-hmm. and um, and then and I and I um, and I thought Ruben Stutter was decent, but to me, the four singers, the four stars that came out of that, that were real stars to me, as recording artists, were Fantasia, you, Jennifer, Kelly. All right. Well, thank you. Kelly Antonio, yeah. I like. Um, I know she's a, a, one of the top-selling artists, but for me, I'm talking about just as artists. I think, I think, um, and I, I think um, uh, uh, the other. I think that they they really built her. I'm talking about just. Um, um, my um, Red Boy said, "Ask her, can I get a feature on something? Uh, do you do features?" Um, yeah, I mean, it, de- it depends. I haven't, uh, I mean, I did the feature with Anthony. Uh, it just, it just depends. It just has to make sense. He's a rapper. He's a rapper. So it's the thing of like, you know, what kind of rapper, what does he rap about? Yeah, um, yeah she ain't just, you know. Yeah, you can't, she ain't going to be rapping Jay, would you write a song <laughs> for Latoya? I, abso- I absolutely would write a song for Latoya. Yeah, if Latoya said, "Hey, would you bring?" I would definitely. Um, Latoya. So after Ameri- Ameri- after American Idol, I-, I know that touring took place, but it was a little more subdued after the second season with Ruben Stutter. Did you get an opportunity to tour after the show? Yeah. So um, the top ten went on tour of each season. So they started out with the top twelve for America to vote down to, you know, the finalists, but only the top 10 got to actually go on tour. So, yes, I was a part of that. 
I'm Joe. Um, I don't know you. That's why I'm not. Re- that's not why. I'm, that's why I'm not accepting your request, Joel Aquino. I don't know you, and I don't know if you're a troll or not. I will tell you this: if you are a troll, I'm the right one um, on the on the on the right day. If you're a troll, I'm the best one you can get because I I, I, I fucks with trolls like that, but not today because we have Latoya on. But so if you are a troll, come back on another day, troll me, and and I and I'll be your Huckleberry. I really enjoy it. Um, um, Shelly Tatum. Shelly Tatum said that um, that you are in a stage play, that you're doing a stage play production. Um, yeah, Hello? something uh, happening in oh, Miami. Yeah. It's called. Um, oh, I'm on my radio show. Oh no, oh, I'll call he, you back. He on the phone. <laughs> yeah, no, somebody called me. Yes, he does that. Somebody He's else. easily distracted. <laughs> Forgive him. No, no, I'm sorry. I apologize. I had to take the call. Let him know. But so I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. So you're doing a stage play in Miami. Yes. Is it only going to be in Miami? I can only see it there. Yes, for now it's it's going to be in Miami, but actually it's just the beginning of it. So um, they're doing like a preview of the play first, and then they're going to finish the whole production and actually um, take it on tour come June. Um, so what I'm doing in, in Miami, it definitely is for the public to come and see, but it's just it's kind of like a in-person trailer of what the play okay. is about. And so I believe it's called The Last Son of the Hampton House. And what that's about is, you know, in Miami, Florida, back in the 60s, there was a place called, um, I believe it was opened in the 50s, but um, in the 60s it was very popular. It was called The Hampton House, right? And it was a okay. uh, kind of club, lounge, slash hotel, and residency for um, for black people. It was a safe haven oh, wow. for us to go to um, because a lot of places, you know, and, and famous black people, okay, because there was a lot of places that they weren't able to go to. Like, for instance, this production specifically um, takes place during the time when Cassius Clay, uh, Muhammad Ali, was wow. fighting Liston when he fought mm-hmm. Liston. And um, after that fight, you know, musicians, even – Muhammad Ali himself, they could not stay just in any hotel. You know, they couldn't right. just go right. to any yeah. restaurant, Absolutely. even though the world knew who they were. So the Hampton House um, um, was let, that. What? Go ahead. Well, the Hampton House was that place that they all stayed. I'm it sorry, was Detroit, that I'm place. getting a text message. I'm getting a text message from Shelly Payton. Uh, Shelly Payton told me to wrap this shit up. So he wrapped it <laughs> up. He like, he basically... <laughs> Basically telling me you tired of this shit. Uh, get, get, uh, we, I'm tired of her with y'all. Uh, wrap this shit up. Uh, let her go. Because they're you. Because now, now Vernica was asking when you doing a show in Atlanta. Now you know a Red Boy wants you to do a song with him. Dre want to do a song for you. Vernica want to come see you. You know it's a. Uh, you know they they, they, they listen. Let me let me help Latoya out here, Latoya. Latoya, this is how you respond to all of that, Latoya. You simply say, "Stop begging; it makes people hate you." 
So it's a popularity contest. It puts you it puts you out in front of people. So the first thing I would say is as soon as you as soon as you're off, you got to jump on it. You got to you got to, you and your team got to jump on. You got to have a recording ready that you can put out. Get on social media. Start engaging. As a matter of fact, while you are on, I don't know what the rules are. If they can if they can go on social media and, and, yeah, and interact. Yeah, some people with do people. already have a, Some people already have an online following. They they don't they don't prohibit you from having that. Then then that's when you start developing that if, that 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 following. You know, you have to start training the audience to love and support you as a patron of your art the way uh, um, painters um, have somebody that that's a patron patron of their art they have somebody who is uh, who puts money in and, and you know, and, and to them, Jackson Pollock, you don't know him without Peggy Guggenheim and her group of friends. That they took care of him. Artists need that. Artists need that kind of support. And she's a great talent. You know, I mean, she's really, she was one of, she was the, the you know, um, the one time that I listened to, that I watched American Idol and thought it was great. Um, Pat Green said, can I do the same with video? Well, I, what do you mean, Pat, can you do the same with video? In which respect? I, so I, I, um, uh, Vertical said, my, my best friend's son is Ricky Smith. He was in third place on American Idol, and he never did music after being part of the show. He died in a car accident years later. Uh, John Beckman said, when is my next $100 due to you, Jay? You, that's a good when, when I start the next project, John. And that's another thing. You know, um, believe it or not, you know, um, John Beckman, Monkey, and um, people like that that started supporting me, started supporting me from radio, from podcasting, and then playing the music. And you have to build that kind of relationship. It almost has to be, in today's world, a personal relationship between artist and audience. They have to love you. They have to be able to know who you are and, 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 and accept you all in. And, and everybody's not going to do that. That's why you have to pick through... You, and you have to be tedious, you have to be diligent, you have to be uh, uh, patient, and, and work this thing. You know, what you said about the artist being ready with going on shows yeah. like that, that makes sense because if they already start writing before they get on the show, they can release something relatively soon after I, I they get off that show. It. The radio station. I feel after that money get arrived. The radio station. I said, okay. Can you drive like that? Yeah. Then let's go ahead and do it. No. Um, I think the the radio station is maybe. Who? Which one of you? Who is that? It's talking. 
in the middle of the goddamn, I don't know, but it wasn't chocolate no, peach because I, I did her first. Oh, the ingestion is supposed to, um, the ingestion is supposed to clear up the cloudiness and uh, I have, that, I have more smirk. blood. That's Mitchy. More blood in my eyes. So, well, now, would the radio stations be more apt to play something if you came out with it when you're on a hot show like that? Would they be no, you're hot, not, you're no, 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 no. So, so, so the thing is this: radio and those type of shows are separate and apart from each other. They have no, they have no effect on radio. Radio is a business all its own. I know it wasn't you. It was. I know what you. It was chocolate peach ass over there. Buying some marijuana or some shit like that. Whatever else she was buying. <laughs> Keep your voice going. No. She was setting up a new poly. Uh, she was setting up a new I want poly situation. I want that sticky. Damn, Potter. And, uh, and, and, Damn. Oh, my God. But you got to, you know, most, I'm going to tell you what most artists, what most artists won't do. Most artists won't invest in themselves. They won't invest the time. They won't invest the effort. They will do the minimal, and they think somebody else needs to do that work. That's not how it is. I'm trying to find which one of you motherfuckers got the goddamn TV on. It, you know what it is? It's Big Charles. They've been doing something. Yeah, that's Big Charles got his motherfucking TV on in the yeah, I, Wow, so why the fuck you on the show if you got the TV on now? He got the I'm gonna tell you what's happening. I, I get it right now. Okay. Him and Snitchy smart I mean him and uh What? And, and the girl they over there doing freaking yeah, with each other. They forgot they on the show. Yeah. We should unmute them and listen <laughs> to their shit then. Oh, sister. I don't want to hear all that That's shit. That's a good what idea. They got the TV on. Oh, no, hold on. What do you mean, sister? That shit ain't our fault. That's on them for uh, for not fucking mute themselves. Yeah, but they got to mute You got to mute themselves. That's why your ass is on mute. Ain't <laughs> nobody trying to be in their business like that. Well, I should say, Lathers, we, we actually are in folks' business when they um forget to put themselves on self mute. That's why your dumb ass is on mute. Y'all gonna try to freakify the show? Oh, fucking paddle on mute! I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to get that visual of, of Charles and uh, Chocolate Peach out of my head. I don't I want that damn visual. Let me tell you, I was funny. Let me tell you, I was funny. <laughs> so last night, so first, let, let me let me preface this by saying, um, Keith Washington was not hitting on me. But somebody, you know, somebody um, said Man, they I were heard Keith that Washington. Shit. I was dying. But let me tell you all what happened. Oh, I'm going to tell you guys an extension of what happened. So, so on Thursday last week, I get a text from somebody that says, this is Keith Washington. Um, and, um, and they say, um, What's up, Jay? This is Keith Washington. On Thursday, on Sunday, I call him. 
because I see the message. I didn't see it on Thursday. I see it on Sunday. I call him. When I call, they send me the voicemail. And then it says, intercession right now. What's up, sir? And then I send a pound sign and said, just saying, hey. Then he sends an email back, a text back, still in Cali. I say, yes, at my house in Sacramento. I'll be at my house in L.A. February 8th through 11. So then he says, oh, okay, cool. I'll be in L.A. on those dates until the 16th. Can I swing by? So I say, absolutely. I live in Puerto Ranch. I get in on the night of February 8th. He said, okay, cool. Do you drink? Now, Keith Washington already knows I don't drink. So when he asks the question, do you drink? And then he also says, also, can I send a pic? So then I say, you know this is Jay King, right? So then he says, hell yeah, just had to clarify that out loud. I said, cool. And then I said, laughing emojis. And then he says, let's turn up. I know you know how to. And I said, you know I'm super low-key. I don't drink. I don't hang out. Stay out the way. I chill. He said, we will be at your house chilling for sure. I got you. And then he says, I'm discreet anyway. You in bed yet? So then I said, this ain't Keith Washington asking me no bullshit like this. I don't know who you are, but lose this number. And then he says, Jay. So, I, so I, I'm talking to DOA. DOA says, um, Pat Brookins has a number on, because now, now I got the number. I'm looking, so I, I said, it's an 818 number. So I said, call Pat Brookins and see what, what Keith's number is. So he's doing that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to call John Nettlesby. So I called John Nettlesby. I said, hey, no, if Keith's number 818, and he said, I don't think Keith has an 818 number. So I read him the text messages. He started laughing. He said, man, let me call Keith. So he calls Keith. So Keith gets on the phone with me, and Keith's number is not an 818. He has a 323 number and a 702 number. So it's a motherfucker not being Keith. But let me tell you the funniest part that happened. So last night, um, you know, um, I'm, um, I'm, I'm in the bed. I, I'm going, no, I'm, going, I'm brushing my teeth. And I get a text message. <laughs> and it's from Bill Birdie. <laughs> And he said, hey, Jay, this is Keith Washington. Damn. I just to say night-night. <laughs> wow. Damn. Oh, well, that was sweet of him. <laughs> wow, King Dale. That's scary. That I'm is too scary. <laughs> I can't that's the funniest shit. Oh my god. I was on the phone with Steph. I said, Hold on, Steph. I said, I said, Oh my god. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs>
But but let me just tell you guys that that wasn't it wasn't Keith Washington. No, I didn't get pranked. Um, that was there's some weird motherfuckers out here. Ali, I mean I mean uh, Shelly. There's some sissy five yeah, motherfuckers out here. That and what they do, Shelly, is they they test your sissyism. They test your sissyism. They test to see if you got sissyism in you. And if you if got you sissyism in you, bait. then they then then they, 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 they'll they'll ring you in. What they found out is that what no it wasn't no sissyism. Whoever that yeah. was, or whatever kind of troll that was, they probably gonna end up asking for money at some point. Not, I don't know, but I, I don't know. I just know that it, it had a lot of sissyisms on it. Um, by the way, you guys, we're, we're two minutes over. I apologize. I got to get ready for my staff meeting. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham, Hecker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Ryan Riley, C, um, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, um, uh, uh, Snitchy Smurf, um, uh, uh, Mary Hopkins, Potter, PTE, Big Charles, uh, um, Chocolate Peach, and Mushroom Fred telling you to get busy living because you're going to have enough time dying. We'll see you guys tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel. Coming up next is the third hour of power. If you want to join them, dial 515-605-9376, 515-605-9376, or go to thejkingnetwork.com to listen online. It gets wild and woolly over there, you guys. Uh, I will see you guys on Traffic Jam at 3 o'clock with Bay Man. The J. King Network, where the people go together. The J. King Network, where the people go together. The J. King Network, where the people come together. Now. I know, right? Is Reese still there? Reese I want to know no. why I'm getting blamed for something I didn't do. I wasn't making oh. noise. I was somebody else. And then I want to know why people got visions of me and Charles in their head. I don't understand. Well, sister, I might be prepared. It was It was not me. Not at all. You know, I can't take a it second phone you. call. I'm, I only, I'm only on one phone. By the no, phone, no, it can't be me. Talking. Someone was taking a phone call. Well, if you know it's not me, I'm sitting here in the house on, on my own. Who am I talking to? Of course you would. That's quintessential, you. Sister, sister. Pardon you, sister. Um, pardon you, scissors, sister. So the latter part, 
of course, everyone is excited and intrigued about the togetherness, you know, the cupcaking that's going on right now. So that's what the second part is about. Uh, the first part was, I guess, Lavis thought it was me, then he thought it was you, so then he owes both of us an apology. We'll secure that later when he gets out of staff meeting. What were you going to yeah, say? I, I, uh, I, thought, I thought it was you, too, from my apologies. I didn't you. So <laughs> yes, I, I, yes, I... I, I heard I you. State, I'm trying to turn state never this time. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, you. listen. Thank you. Did, did you hear? Did you guys hear about the guy that was killed in D.C.? I guess it was Trump's staffer who was shot in what was supposed to be a carjacking in Washington D.C. Um, no. Apparently, this yeah, it's a former Trump staffer who was riding in D.C. and then they said that. It was he was a victim of a, a carjacking where he got shot, but something didn't seem right to me when I read the story. They said now a normal carjacking, the carjacker will come up to you. And I, when I was young, I knew some some carjackers. When, what they do is they come up to your driver's side window. They they present the gun, they flash the gun, they get you to get out of the car, you get out, they pull you out, whatever. Sometimes you get shot. They get in the driver's seat, and they drive off with the car. So that's the whole gist of it that most people know. So apparently, but with this guy, the carjacker somehow got in the car, then shot the guy, and then just got out of the car and took off. So when I'm reading it, I'm like, first of all, if he got they said he got in the car and shot the guy, if the guy's in the driver's seat, then he would have had to either get in on the passenger side, the passenger door would have been open. Or he got in the back one of the rear doors. And then he shot the guy. He didn't take the car. He didn't take any of the guy's money or drop the guy. And he got out and ran. And I just find that highly suspicious. Especially after living in D.C. and seeing a lot of that go on while I was there. It just seemed like it was a hit to me. Because it didn't seem like a carjacking at all. Like the way they read the story. And then they pinned it on some black guy that was in Maryland that would just carjack somebody else for their car and then they went and shot the guy and they said well this was the guy who shot this guy, Trump staffer and now the whole thing's closed it's like really quick so I'm just like I don't know if you guys heard about the story but when you read these stories they don't make sense like it just a guy's going to go in a in, in the part of D.C. they were in. There's like a wealthier part of D.C. Here's a white guy during the weekday. It happened last Monday. In the middle of the day, so he's probably dressed up for work of some sort. And then in the afternoon, and then you're going to go in broad daylight and jump in this car somehow, shoot him, get out and run, and then people say that was a carjacking. I was like, no, that something doesn't make sense. So I didn't know whether you guys had heard the story or not, but a lot of people are saying they call him foul on this one, and they think there was a hit on this guy. Just, you know. Damn, I thought you never end explaining that shit. Fuck. Motherfucker getting carjacked every day. Why are you on by one trouble? No, I was looking at the story because when I lived in, in that area, when I used to live in the DMV, 
a lot of shit like that used to go on. And the former director of the CIA. Do you think that like, very intelligent to talk about this? Do you feel like this conversation is that great for you to talk about a person who's well, a trumper well, getting hijacked? I mean, I'm just saying. I this just, is just trying to make sense of it. Why is it so is great for you to talk about this story? No, let me tell you why it's interesting. Because it's not news at all. The fact that they're that they're trying to bury it makes it very interesting. The fact that this is one of Trump Trump's people and you know, so so what are you know what are they doing? What, what what's happening? Why why is you know why? Why would you? If it was somebody else, if it was if it was one of, which one of you motherfuckers got the got the noise in your background? Why don't you all put yourself on mute if you're not talking? Thank you. So what makes it an interesting story is that if this was one of uh, a, a Biden's staffers that this happened to, or somebody worked for Biden, we'd be all over it. Why? Why are they burying it? Why isn't it a story? Why isn't it you know, on the news? It, it, it's a it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting question, and I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to bring it up. But but when Phil Perry came in, he threw the whole show off because you know I can't not let Phil Perry be on. Shit, he Phil Perry. But that's a good question. Hey, hey what you guys let me let me see Instead, what? In most cities, every every carjacking is not reported. So at the same time, I mean, regardless, it's, it's not is. every. It's not that it's a. It's not the car that it was a carjacking. It's who's carjacked. It's you know it's it's a it's a Trump staff. It's a guy who was was up the up the chain. You know, is there something else to this? You know, did he have information that was going to be detrimental to? To the Biden campaign, you know why? Why aren't they report? Why aren't they reporting on it? Why ain't it a story? We, you know, it, it's a it's an interesting it's a, it's an interesting conversation. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you why. If you never, if you never lived in D.C., the area where it happened too is suspect. Like why the carjackers don't go in that area, right? Oh, is this, I, I don't know. I just found it kind of crazy. Well, it says here that Gil had previously worked as chief of staff of the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission under former, <laughs> former President Donald Trump and recently served as senior vice president for capital markets at the Housing Policy Council. And uh, he was a father of three children and a St. Louis native. Condolences to his family. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, it's conspiracy. It's conspiracy Tuesday, y'all. And uh, we already talked about the killer Mike getting arrested three days after what he went on Bill Maher's show and wouldn't endorse Joe Biden, even though two days with the brand. Yeah, but but me, but that's not when he got he got he didn't get arrested. You guys keep saying he got arrested. He was detained. He was not arrested. And the reason why he yeah, was he detained was because he pushed, he pushed a security guard. Security guard. And, right. and they detained him for it. So, 
Now y'all putting ten on two. I gotta get dressed. I just wonder. Hopefully, I'm gonna hear some good radio. You will, Jay. We wait. We wait on, we wait on Charles. Charles to uh, bring up the topic. Mine was just a filler until Charles came in with his topic. Go ahead, Charles. Yes, no, you yes. were looking. What have you you were, you were looking. What do y'all think about those immigrants jumping on the policemen in New York? <laughs> Did y'all see that shit? Yeah, I saw it. That was crazy. Um, not only that, they they're saying that the immigrants are stealing now. They're stealing people's cell phones and doing petty. And petty they're going to give them hundred. They're going to give them a thousand dollar cash card. Right. They give them free money. They are. They give them free. Yeah, thousand dollars. The immigrants, a, I, you know what a social security card with not not knowing. I'm talking about social security card, you know, a one credit now, baby. I get yep, I get yep. ten I get about twenty of my immigrant friends if they was they was real and put that shit together, they have twenty thousand dollars like that. They'd have a hundred thousand. Yep. They can they can let, put up and do a let, whole let, lot of let, shit for that shit, boy. Let them rip your basement out, and you could cook for them and shit. You, that's a commodity. That Well, no, I'm talking about if, for them to think for themselves, right, not for right, me to right. do it. I mean, exactly. I'm just saying. If yeah, man, you can do a whole lot. At least you can get about four or five pounds of weed and shit. And start hustling and do all kind of shit with this shit with this you well, know, when a thousand dollars. I, I when think there's came, a reason why you're not a financial advisor, you <laughs> Any anyway when they came they have thousand dollars? Huh? They What'd have somebody here they have somebody here on this end already setting them up. They left home without a with, with a good plan. They are coming to the great United States, and they will be taken care of. And I don't have a problem with it, but we got a lot of shit right here we need to be taken care of. Then, then, yeah, are they trying to about, get free education, too? Like free student, student loans to go to school and all that kind of shit? I was hearing. I don't know. I was hearing something about that. They're trying to get money for, you know, for loans for certain things for these people. I'm sure. I'm sure they're getting get money. Yes, people advocate for them in another way. I don't think that they need anything free after that. If somebody's willing to give them free money, I'm sure somebody's advocating for their safety here and everything else that um, they feel like they should have. So, Potty Mouth, you think that's a bad idea to get about 10 of them together and have $10,000 and go get a package? Yeah, I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that as a good use of that money. I could be wrong, I guess. Why? I don't. I don't. They already jumping the police. They already jumping the police. So what? I mean, they don't give a fuck about getting trouble. What you gonna do? Send them back? They don't care. Yeah, that's true. Um, they gotta not care if they go jump the police, man. They jump the police, dude. You know what I'm in broad daylight. Well, they got a lot more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But you know what though? They probably knew they weren't gonna really get in trouble for it, not like that. 
because they're being coddled, right? They're, they're here because they were told to come here, and they were told that they were going to be taken care of when they got here. So they know nothing's probably really going to happen to them if they do these things. They commit petty crimes and that kind of stuff. If they're not citizens, there's not a whole lot. If there's, I don't know, man. This is crazy. I don't know. What do you guys think about just using your tax dollars to take care of them when there's a lot of people here homeless and in need? I, I, I don't know. Well, in my opinion, it's by design, as you said, that they're here. So they, by, I mean, just basic needs, they knew they were going to have to take care of them at a certain level. But many are hurting, and many are disappointed that this kind of thing is happening at this level. Um, you know, with you know, such large amounts of money at that um, going out to them, and others are right here suffering, like right, you know, it was probably a tent city not very far from where this incident took place, you know? I don't know. Interesting times are in. Yeah, because tax dollars are being used to take care of the immigrants. It's being used in Ukraine to, to properly take the Ukraine along with the wars and the war and the, 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 all of the military gear and equipment and weapons. And then it's also going to Israel to prop them up. We just gave them another $17 billion to help them out. Like, I, I, not really help them, but just to, to, like, I guess the United States has always been there to boost up their economy. Well, so they got I'm your just back. like, remember? That's how Biden put it. We have your back. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But, but I mean, is everybody down with this? Or because. I don't know. I see the U.S. falling apart. Hell I mean, if no. You, if you if you drive through the middle of the country or in the country, like for a large part of this country that I've kind of driven to at some point or another, this place is falling apart, man. I mean, part of this country is, I mean, literally falling apart. Man, bridges are falling down. Like it's, it looks eerie. This, you mean like, you mean Babylon is falling? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. You go. If you drive through. <laughs> Kentucky or Tennessee or even Ohio, parts of Ohio. I mean, you just see, it's like, damn, like this place is falling apart. If you if you drive up five up the coast from Sacramento to say Washington, the landscape is even fucked up. How they really? How I they, thought that was supposed to be beautiful land up there. No? Right, right. But what I'm saying is. How in California, the hills look so barren and dry and desolate, whereas as soon as you get into the next state, it's vibrant again. You know, when no, they said, look at California, the rolling hills seem to do something for you. The rolling hills is fucked up, man. Ain't nothing great about them motherfuckers. <laughs> well, your song was pretty good. Thank you for that. Well, you like um, any time I say anything, you love it, don't you? Don't oh, forget you. Okay, that's like a carried away. All right. Well, it says here attacks on police officers are becoming an epidemic, and the reason is the revolving door we're seeing in cases like this one, which meaning the attack here that just took place. 
Um, uh, Patrick Hendry goes on to say, it is impossible for police officers to deal effectively with crime and disorder in the justice system, can't or won't protect us while we do that work. And I'm looking into this now, and there are quite a few um, different attacks um, that have taken place. Um, well, first yes, of they all, say they're arresting like them, but I don't know. I don't know what that means exactly. You read no, that I think pretty good. That right back out. You must have been into your ABC book last night. <laughs> Look, I agree with you on yesterday. I do feel as I'm getting um, older that I don't know, maybe, maybe my eyes are more tired or whatever. So I put my readers on, and, yeah, I tried to focus in a little harder today. I, I, You know, personally, I like trying to be better, you know, like challenge myself to keep going. Thank you for your uh, encouragement, if that's what we're going to call it today. Well, it's not trying to be better. Just be better. Just be better. It's in you. Will you join me? Will you join me, Plankton, in the campaign for being better? Oh, is this Billy Ray? Yeah, that, that, that's a bit of a tall order there. So, I don't know. I don't know. And if you try to bring this up, and you're talking about money, people always seem to then bring it back around to, when I see these discussions and hear these discussions, people bring it back around to, oh, you know you're against the immigrants. And my, my thing has never been, I don't really care about that. Like, they... They're, they're fine, I'm sure. But it's not about the immigrants. It's about the money, like how the money is being used and the tax dollars are being used. And I just see it's, it's just gotten so out of control that people have no say anymore in where their tax dollars go. I mean, the politicians are not even worried or scared anymore about any of this stuff. They're not concerned about votes when it comes to this stuff. They're not just they're not concerned. It's like, whatever. Like, you're going to still come out and vote for me anyway. But, um, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just... The way this thing is going and the way that they're, they're running this, I know... I think Jay said he thinks they have maybe about 30 more years for this experiment, the United States experiment. But I, I don't even think it may be that long. I'm thinking like maybe 15 years, maybe something like that. Because this is crazy what's going on. This is absolutely crazy. Yeah, I agree. 15 years, that's like a blink of the eye, really. That goes by so fast. Hmm. Because I don't see how they sustain it. How they can sustain it without blowing it up. Right? Like, it's going to go down, and then they got to blow it up and then start something different. You know what I mean? Like, we started. I just I just don't see how they keep this, this going. Party Mom, how long are you planning on staying in uh, the States? Are you are you planning on going back to Canada? Are you here for good? Are you just visiting? Is, 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 no, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm back in Canada now. Oh, you right now? I'm back in Canada. Yep. Oh, so you just vi- you just came to visit for a minute? Yeah, man, came back. I Do you feel different out. once you go back and forth? 
I mean, you know, do I you mean know I know it's so close, but do you does it? Do you have? Uh, is it an air or is it any kind of? You know what I'm saying? You know what, Yusuf? It's interesting you say that because when I first started going, when I was in eleventh grade, um, a friend of mine who was from Guyana has um, relatives up here. He said, "Leah, let's go to Caravana." I was like, "What's that?" He's like, "It's a festival, the Caribbean festival, Independence Festival." And I came up here with him. And one of the things that I, I noticed when I came across the border back then, was in the 80s back then, is that when I crossed the border, I felt like at ease. Because in the United States, there was always seemed to be like a little bit on edge. When I crossed into Canada, I just seemed, just seemed to be like, I could breathe like, ah, like I'm, I'm somewhere that's safe. I don't feel like that anymore because Canada has changed so much. You changed how? Okay, and, and my friend, same thing. When we used to come here at Caravan and have a good time, get all the women and all that kind of stuff. My friends used to say, man, it, going to Canada, man, I just feel like I can relax. Because it was just like free and open. And it's not like that anymore. Why couldn't you relax in the U.S.? I don't know. I've always been on edge. Always been on edge. Um, just everything it's, that goes on, just growing up. And, 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 and just experiencing and seeing it. I, I didn't even know I was on edge until I left. I didn't realize it because I always grew up that way. So, so does it, listening to you talk, I, I, I'm just going to say it like this. So it seems like you feel the political pressures in America, but in Canada it's not as intense, kind of like. Is that what it's you're not saying? as intense. And then when I got older, right. I started traveling outside. So when I go, like last year, I went to St. Kitts. When I went to St. Kitts, it was just like I could relax, man. It just St. Kitts is very safe, man. Just you know, just being around your people. It's just it's a different. A St. Whole Kitts different is on, is an island, right? Yeah, St. Kitts is an island, but yes. you you're somewhere where you're just meeting people. You, you know, black people they run it, right? It's their island, so. Um, it's, it's a whole different, I just could relax. I could just sit on the beach and it was great. And just meeting people and getting around and all that kind of stuff, it's just relaxing, man. When you come back to the United States, like, back on edge, if you back into, into this, you're right back in Oh, it. yeah. St. Kitts, I, I, I remember I had this girl from St. Kitts up there. That's pretty cool little how she described it. Is it is it a majority black? It's, a, it's, a, it's all black. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's some white people right. there, but it's, it's it's all black, and they they have a different way of looking at things because you got to right. remember they always they always grew up in a black country. Right. You know what I mean? Where the president is black, all the politicians are black. You know what I mean? They have a whole different way of thinking about things. Man, you know, when I met her, she she gave me everything. I took, I brought her to my place. I just got, she bought everything for my place. You know what I'm saying? And you know, got all my bathroom shit, bedroom, whatever the fuck I wanted. And then you know, she really loved the Kente. You know, because I found out my special purpose, like Steve Martin in the Jerk, and she liked that I found my special purpose. And then. That was like on a Friday. 
then she came over like Monday and saw that another girl was over there. You know what she did? She got my phone cut on. She did everything. She cut my phone off. She took all her shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. That motherfucker with me. I like it. I like it. I like it. That shit was funny, little motherfucker, man. No, no. <laughs> Fake kiss. But, but you know, she would cook for me and shit. Because she got, you know, they have, one of the dishes was, I think, yams. It looked like dumplings or something like that. She was just, the food was great. You know what I mean? All that shit. I know it was kind of like a, a island. I, it was, you know, island girl, island kind of place. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just I became reminiscent when you said Saint Kitts it made me think of her and her funny ass. <laughs> uh, she I, called I, herself I, a princess. Princess. Miss what was her name? Princess. Princess oh man if I can think of her name. Princess. Oh boy, what a life. Yeah, and people are super nice. Like over there, man, they're really nice. But yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a difference. Man. It's definitely a difference. So when 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 you plan on coming back in America, or do you? In a few weeks. Oh, you mean to for good to, to live? I'm supposed no, to be no, back no, right just, now. No, no, just you go back and forth in a, a lot. few weeks. Yep. Frequently. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. I gotta, I gotta make it out there to California. Do you know? I was looking up. I told this story already. But I was looking up something, um, and I found somebody else with my last name, and I was like, Whoa, "What's your last like, name?" A G A G E E. A G E E E E. I know yep. people. I know people with that last name. You do. You should now. You're where? You're in. Alabama? Uh-huh. But I know people in Virginia yeah. with that last name. Yeah. What, like what's it's, the origin? What's the origin of that name? Greek? That's a, that's a good... That's a good... That's, ah, that's funny. That's, that, no, that's, that's good African, isn't it? I would say West yeah, but, Indian, but I'm not certain. It, well, let him say it. Where is it? It's, it's probably African. The name is actually in the Bible, in Genesis. But... I, the girl, the, when I called the number, I actually reached the girl and the young lady, and she actually lives in Sacramento, and we're actually related. What part of Sacramento? Like, like her, her grandfather, her grandfather and my grandfather were brothers, right? So what part? What part of Sacramento? I was just like, wow, I'm not Do sure. You know? Did she miss? I got it. No, she didn't mention what part of the Texas. Yeah, so you're going like, wow. to come to California. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to come to California, man. Come on, when, when, when you do come, hit me up, man, so I can shit in your mouth. Oh, my oh, God. Go. You're such an <sighs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's you, sir. That's just sound like suspect shit right there. That nigga's sick. That was 
That made Ali come out the woodwork, though. Yeah, I know. Why you got my name in your mouth? Keep my name out your mouth, you big ass shamu-looking motherfucker. That was a setup, nigga. 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 Shit. Ali, so you know, know, you know, you know what you leave? When you leave, you know, like talking to us in the third hour, do you, are you going to school? You enjoy California, you Don't Don't worry about where I go, nigga. You just stay on here and do your thing. Don't worry about what oh, Ali do, scared, nigga. You scared? You scared to get in the conversation? Nigga, I don't give a fuck. I'm not even talking. What's going on, Potter? What's up, Potter? You got to go get food, walk the dogs and the birds. What's up, Potter? You got to get dogs. Oh, they're going to crash. Fred can't help himself. Fred, Fred get real sugary when he hear my voice with his gay ass. Oh nigga. <laughs> that nigga get the wiggle in his fingers and everything. What's your What's going on with the credit game, you Ali? Sugary you got any shit. chips for brother? What'd you say, uh, Potter? What's your What's going on with the credit game? You got any chips for me? You got any chips for us? The credit game? Uh, for the credit game? Yeah. No, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Nigga, find you somebody that trusts you and that got love for you and tell them to put your name on their card as an authorized user. And your shit will blow up. There is truth to that. Okay, gotcha. I got you on that one. Damn, they're going to send them a card in your name, Potter. But you ain't got to use it, but when they go buy shit, they going to pay it off anyway, so you tell them to use the card with your name on it sometime. In about 45 days to 50 days, Remind, you have a, a 7.0. Nigga, shut up. Nigga, don't you hear me explaining something to the apartment, nigga? Man, put your motherfucking butt in there. Nigga, shut your bitch ass up, nigga. You mad because your punk ass fuck in fucking Texas, nigga. That's why you can't come to Sacramento, you stupid motherfucker. You's a dumb motherfucker. That's why your ass can't even find your car, nigga. Your motherfucking brother-in-law drove off with that motherfucker for a whole month, nigga. With your big old fat ass. You're jealous Nigga, nigga, shut up, nigga, 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 you the stupid ass nigga. That's why you can't go nowhere without your wife, nigga. You called off the Airbnb. Cap out, nigga, because you can't go, nigga. You lying ass nigga. Nigga, where's your keys at, nigga? Where's your keys, nigga? Your brother-in-law stole when you got drunk last night, nigga. All your money's going out your pocket. You punk motherfucker. They robbed this nigga over there. He's a robbing target over there standing up for his so-called family. They they run up in that nigga. Yeah. Stealing his cars and shit. And nigga said, I'm going to the mall, nigga, with the garage. Where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, nigga. 
they just slapped that nigga in the head when he sleep. Nigga steal all his coins. He had about motherfucking two water bottles of coins. They all gone now when his brother in law came. Oh my God. <laughs> Ali, <laughs> you not very nice. <laughs> nigga, shut up, nigga. You just want some attention. You want some attention now, nigga? He just said. He just said what he wanted to say. That's so stupid. The show was cool. You want some? You want some, Kitty? I tell you, Kitty, I bought you. I bought you some new oil for your braids, Kente. I'm gonna mail it to you. It's good oil for you. You just put them on your dreadlocks, nigga. Smell like weed. Pepper oil. I got some oil for you, nigga. You not right now. Smelly dreadlocks, Ali. Yeah, that nigga shit. That nigga got rats and and, and spiders and ch- uh, tarantulas in his motherfucking hair. <laughs> don't, don't, you, don't you realize how bad you're talking about people, man? I don't give a fuck, nigga. Did you think I give a fuck, nigga? Who are you talking you know to, you don't nigga? Give a fuck, bitch. Don't give a fuck about talking bad about nobody, especially that big ass white, white you know, old man. ass, short white, funky ass, nigga. That motherfucker stank. Stanky stank. Stanky stank. Stanky stank. Topic is gone out the window. That's why Reese Reese left that ass. He was tired of that. He's like, thank God this motherfucker sent me a goddamn divorce papers. He he congratulated you because he wanted to get away from your motherfucking ass. And now he's gone. Now you over here following him and shit. Following trying to be friends with his friends and shit. Don't nobody want to be friends with you, nigga, but Fred. But Fred can't be your friend without his wife. (laughs) No, I mean, all that don't need to be said. Nigga, shut up, nigga. Shut your punk ass up, nigga. Yeah, all that shit you be talking, nigga. Nigga, shut up, nigga. He, he I, mean, I mean it when I talk shit. Nigga, I mean it too, nigga. Shut your punk ass up. Nigga, before I get like on the board, and, I know what to do. Let me get on the board like That's I was I'm a, I like to shut punk motherfuckers up. Look yeah, at you, man. You know that's not yeah. true. That's no, not no, true. fuck oh, you, man. nigga. You talk shit all day to me, nigga, yesterday. But you're yeah. sorry. Oh, oh, me, nigga. Fuck out well, of here. Ali, that wasn't that wasn't the real Kente, remember? That's a double no, shit. nigga, this is gonna that be the real Ali, Ali though, nigga. <laughs> oh man! Now you didn't already say it's another Kente, and you just go arbitrarily oh, take it out oh, on me, that. Oh, no, I'm gonna show you what we gonna get a quiet Kente in a minute. Don't do it, man. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a quiet that's why motherfucking. You, that's why Houston. your ass ain't been on the board because Jay King told you about that shit. Nigga, I don't give a fuck about you, bitch. You ain't no motherfucking hoe. You, you just a fine, fuck-ass, trick-ass, nasty-ass. You ain't got to talk about me. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Shut your ass up, you lonely hoe. You's a lonely hoe. 
You're ugly, Nobody motherfucker. You're going to be ugly for the rest of your life, bitch. You'll never be pretty. That's one motherfucking Ever, bitch. You'll never be motherfucking pretty, bitch. You're a fat, funky, funny, teeth-ass motherfucker. Shut your ass up. Shut you. You ugly in a motherfucker. Bitch, you look like Jabba the Hubbard. Shut your ass up. You's a stanky-looking hoe, too, you funky motherfucker. That's why Rich ran off on your motherfucking ass. That's why you ain't got nobody. You ain't even got no job, bitch. You got time to call over here and try to hear Reason's voice and any other dick you might be able to get. You ain't getting this one, bitch. Now, bitch, don't nobody want your dick. You think nigga, shut up, bitch. bitch. Yo, that bitch is going to put her in the bubble. I'm going to put this punk motherfucker in the bubble right here. Yeah, get that nigga in the bubble. Yeah, and who is this nigga in the bubble, too? Both all three of them motherfuckers in the bubble. Fred, Mary, and Yusuf Kente. We got a six seven eight calling in. Six seven eight, who's this? Six seven eight, your mic is open. Six seven eight, six nine eight. They ain't saying that. Okay, well you just hang there on mute then. We'll 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 leave you off. It might be Kim Virgil. She wanna call in and talk to motherfucking Mary, see if Mary wanna put her funky ass in, in a monkey's face. Let's see. There we go. Yeah, you punk motherfucker. What you got to say now, Fred? Huh, nigga? Say something. Say something, nigga. Yeah, that's wait what till I thought Jay, you. Wait, wait till Jay King get back. Shut your ass. Look, ain't nobody scared of no motherfucking lathers. Shit, <laughs> the fuck you think this is? Nobody scared of that. Nigga, fuck he you, said, nigga. He said he wanted a good conversation, man. Good radio. Right. Nigga, shut up. Yeah, he said, shut up. And you come in here with this bullshit. You bitch, shut your ass up. You ain't on the show, bitch. You just ain't your job. You don't come over here. You just Ali, an extra bitch. Ali, uh-oh, Ali, uh-oh. don't mute yeah. anybody. <laughs> Unmute everybody right now. Ain't nobody on mute. Ain't nobody on mute. <laughs> Mary's on mute. Unmute everybody. Mary ain't on mute. What are you talking about? She ain't on mute. Stop, I'm she wasn't on, nigga, she ain't on mute, nigga. What is you talking about? Shut your fat ass up, you lying ratchet hoe. You muted me and motherfucking Kendall. Nigga, ain't nobody mute you, bitch. I put you in the bubble. Uh, you're very ugly You're very ugly today, Ali. Shut up, Kendall. Every fucking day. Shut your motherfucking ass up, nigga. But that's not like you, Ali. Right, you this nigga, this is like me, nigga. Your Take heart your phone, Kente, and smoke it, nigga. Smoke your phone, heart nigga. Heart that's all I can do. You got a pipe phone, nigga. You know that's not stupid ass. Nigga, shut up, nigga. Love yourself and be yourself. Nigga, nobody want to use your motherfucking love yourself. Nigga, you don't even love yourself, nigga. fuck wrong with you? Picking up motherfucking weed off the sidewalk and smoking it, talking about he love yourself. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. That didn't nigga. happen. Yeah, nigga. You are a this good nigga. person. You'll make a motherfucker never believe that shit. I'm telling you right motherfucking now. Ooh, I can't stand your motherfucking ass. I don't give a fuck what you can't stand, you funky motherfucker. Get your ass <laughs> off the show. This is where mm-hmm. I be at for the last 10 years. This ain't bitch. your show, bitch. This ain't what you coming show. over here for? Then? Don't nobody like your motherfucking ass. Because I was friend. invited here. Because I was well, invited here. So what you get to talk about, bitch, you can't stand the oh. motherfucker. What you keep oh. coming over here for? 
Ali, I'm in the car Ali, with May May come Ali. On, Ali. I'm in the car with a- May May Ali, and she's like, "Why is he using the name Ali?" Because I know because anybody can use the name Ali. Anybody can use Ali. That's right. I know. I know. Daddy, your daddy ran his mouth too. Your daddy ran his mouth too. That could you keep your daddy quiet? Well, well. He know. He know. He know. He already know. You know your daddy was screaming. They had, they had to call they had to get the vitals to check Muhammad Ali. He never stopped talking. He kept running his mouth. No, you're, you're the well, other I bet guy. Well, I bet you're, you one thing, your ass can't fight like Muhammad Ali. I bet you I can. You'll find out. You'll find out. Come on, pull up. You'll find out. This is the 2024 Muhammad Ali. We're not in the whole school. No, no, no. Why are you fighting? Why are you fighting over? Ali didn't fight no women. She want to fight. You fighting. You fighting woman. And she want to fight. Ali, Ali is using those letters and changing it to a lie. That's nigga, shut up, nigga. Well, put your punk ass on mute, nigga. You're nigga, you're going to have to get Jay King mad at me. Nigga, I, I just have to suffer Jay King being mad at me. Nigga, I'll mute your ass, knuckle. No, you won't. Well, Ali. I, I got you. Hey, <laughs> If you was intelligent, thank goodness. If you was intelligent, Ali, you would know that I was very crafty. And there ain't nobody intelligent for you, nigga. It's your sorry ass. Nigga, speak up, Nicole. How this nigga loses his mental mind every other day. Why do you need? Why do you need Nicole, (laughs) Ali? This is where the people are coming together. Look, nobody want to hear you, nigga. Now you want a woman. Now you want a woman to stand up for you. Yeah, a real woman, nigga. You ain't a woman. You was a shambles. Now cuddle, cuddle. Ali, quit yelling, Ali. You don't need to yell. Hold on. Nigga, shut up, kid. Go to your inner voice. You got it. Nigga, I'm going to kick you in the inner voice, nigga. I'm going to put you in the inner mute. Look at you, sisters. Where's your night to these at? Yeah. Nigga trying to act like they calm today. Nigga, get out of here. Nigga, where your cigar at then, nigga? We back together. Are we all back together now? We can. I never said anything yet. I don't know why y'all keep waiting. I motherfucking know. He was was motherfucking neglected as a child. That's why he act like that. Who you talking about, Charles? I'm talking about you, bitch. Oh, I tell you what, nigga, your ass is on mute. Bitch, I was never neglected as a child. I had both of my parents, unlike your motherfucking runaway ass, out there in New York, finding a goddamn reach to run up in your booty cheeks, and then he dropped your ass off because you was a fat, obese-ass biatch. Um, now, shut up. Shut up, you homeless motherfucker. Cuddles. What you call wow. cuddles for? Well, because I wondered if we had room in here to talk about something um, Go ahead. that we found interesting, maybe something that we've seen in the news or Go ahead. Go ahead. Way, Bring up anything you found. Keep these other motherfucking tigers and, and giraffes quiet. Go ahead. Okay. So um, is anyone interested in hearing about the 10 ways that we can keep our blood pressure down? Is anybody interested in that? 
Yeah, go ahead. One of them is being calm. Go ahead. What's the second one? Number one. Number one is number one is Yao. Number one is Yao. That's how you put her ass on mute. Go ahead, Nicole. Finish what you were saying. Well, so basically, um, ten ways to control high blood pressure without medication. So we have here. I'm just going to skip around and eat a healthy diet. Eating a diet rich in whole grains, fruits and vegetables, and low-fat dairy products and low in saturated fat and cholesterol can lower high blood pressure by up to 11 millimeter. Uh-oh. What's the mm when you say? Can somebody help me with that? What's the mm when we micro? Millimeter. 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 Oh, it is millimeter? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Millimeter. HG. Examples of eating. Look now, we're learning right now. Don't forget all the niceties you tried to expand. Don't you get ugly, in other words. Examples of eating plants that can help control blood pressure are the dietary approaches to stop hypertension, also known as DASH, D-A-S-H. Um, and the Mediterranean diet is offered as a consideration. Oh, potassium, potassium, depending on how you're feeling today, in the diet can lessen the effects of salt, sodium, on blood pressure. The best sources of potassium are foods such as fruits and vegetables rather than supplements. Aim for 3,500 to 5,000 milligrams a day, which might Ooh. lower blood pressure 4 to 5 milligrams, millimeters mm-hmm. HG. Ask your care provider or someone who has um, Mm -hmm. wisdom, such as we find here in the third hour of power, to see how potassium Mm -hmm. could benefit you. All right, another one, limit alcohol. Mm -hmm. Limiting alcohol to less than one drink a day for women or two drinks a day for buckets can help lower blood pressure by four millimeters HG. One drink equals 12 ounces of beer, five ounces of wine, or 1.5 ounces of 80-proof liquor. Mm -hmm. So as you buckets heard, there's no moonshine on here. Um, make your adjustments accordingly. But drinking too much alcohol can rise, I should say raise, blood pressure by several points. It can also reduce the effectiveness of blood pressure medication. Well, what the fuck makes you think you should say raise? You should say raise because it got a fucking A in it. Not a, What the fuck do you mean you should say A? Says the person who spells words any way he so chooses. Hey, hey, you hey, have something hey, to say. Hey, no, 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 we're not. That's for horses. Hey. Right now we're having to talk about high blood pressure. Well, who's to say you don't look like Mrs. Ed? Here's one. <laughs> get, get support. Supportive family and friends are important to good health. They may encourage you to take care of yourself. Drive you to the care provider's office or not, or start an exercise program with you to keep your blood pressure low. If you find you need support beyond your family and friends, Plankton, consider joining a support group. (laughs) This may put you in touch with people who can give you an emotional or morale boost, and you you can offer practical tips to you on how to cope with your condition. All right, so let's see. Um, anyone else have any um, good insight? There's others on here. Um, oh. How about you, King? Have you, have you, have how about you, you, have you checked out what don't, don't talk over the woman, nigga. Stop talking Anybody over the woman, it? nigga. You had your turn, nigga. Fred over there having orgasmic laughs and shit. 
That nigga ain't got shit to say. Because Plankton called me a horse. That's why he's laughing. Plankton's ass is on mute. That nigga's a, a muted horse. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, thank you, Kettle. Oh my God! I didn't think about horses until you brought up what you brought. And you have you checked with Ancestry dot com and see if you are a kid, the mystery. Wow! I mean, with your stinky <laughs> breath and shit. Wow! <laughs> so, oh. what happened to you ten minutes ago when you were trying to tell Cuddles about yeah, his poor quality behavior? He's a hypocrite. He's a hypocrite. So, this nigga's a punk a ass hypocrite. That's why I ain't listening to his punk talking. ass. Now you you're using my words, Ali. Remember? No, nigga, I'm Remember this is my word. My word is called well, mute, that's, nigga. That's See if you can say mute. Go ahead. See if you can say mute. Yeah, sound say it mute. out. Ali, you, you very ugly. Say very mute, ugly nigga. Mm-hmm. Say mute. Mm-hmm. Say mute, nigga. Mm-hmm. Can you hear? Can they say mute? Go ahead. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. <laughs> no punk Well, um, uh, uh, regarding the high blood pressure issue, uh, another thing like what? you said, Why you me, man? I ain't did shit. Nigga, you always doing hey, something. Nigga, shut hey, up. Hello? Hello? Yeah, seven, so six, what were you saying about six, that? Seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. Okay, um, go ahead. Who is that? Diet. Michael Gaines? Yes, this is me. Yes. Okay, let's, okay go ahead. See what you're going to say. Yeah, you're correct on the healthy diet part. One thing I would say is that we're, you know, uh, really pay attention to your sodium intake. I see a lot of kids on my job be buying a couple of foods for lunch every day. And if you read the back of them, they are super high in sodium. So I, I would say that's another thing, and 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 also even like uh, canned soups, and, you know, just be very careful of the sodium it intake. It, it is uh, very dangerous. That's all I. I agree. Hey, we can we can barely hear you, uh, Mike. Is something wrong with your phone? Did your phone have a a can of canned soup? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what was it, Campbell's nigga? No, progressive. Just keep what you're doing, what you're doing, Michael. Your speech is getting real good. Maybe you should talk low like you're doing. The only other time that I've seen you talk that well is when I get you mad and shit. You really talk good when you get mad. You don't stutter. You get to the point. You say shit. I made you better with your stupid ass. First off, it's not talk well, it's speak well. And King Michael, just so you know, you've been missed. Glad to hear you today. Glad you're here. Well, who taught well, you how to speak, Mr. Man? Then. I was listening earlier and, and I listened to the guest they had on uh, uh, Latoya uh, earlier today. Interesting uh, conversation. Yeah, oh, Latoya got you up today. out your bed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Latoya got you, pl- got you playing with your booty cheeks, Mike? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, you came out the closet for Latoya, huh? I ain't heard you in months, nigga. You talking about Latoya? What happened, Mike? What you didn't done to yourself? Oh, my God. Speak up, Mike. 
Mm. Mike must have went back into playing with the Tommy Waga. <laughs> That nigga said, you know, what's the girl's name? Uh, 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 Latoya. Your fault, Planky. Fred, where was you at when Phil Perry was here? What happened, nigga? Your phone wasn't working? No, I was... I got. I had to work a few extra hours to uh, take care of my none of your business. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this: uh, Where have you been in the evening time? Are you participating in school? Were you? Are you tummy hurt? None of your business, you rest- nigga. Or were you wrestling? None of your, your motherfucking animal? business. Matter of fact, nigga. Oh my god. Yeah, nigga, I know, I know where you be at at two, three, four o'clock in the morning, nigga, sending me messages and shit. Your motherfucking sweet ass. It's one of them two a.m. nigga. Nigga, be thinking about me too. I'm kind of scared of this nigga, Fred. That nigga better not come within two feet of me, nigga. If I ever see you, nigga, sending me messages at two a.m. What did your message say? Nigga, don't worry about it. Nigga, none of your motherfucking business, nigga, now. So when people you know see what it's messages, saying. do you read them since you hate to read? Since you're anti-read? No, you know what I do to them? You know what I do to them, Kente? I mute them. I mute them, nigga. I mute them, nigga. That's what I do. Just like I just muted your ass right now, nigga. Yeah. That's what I do to the messages. What about you, Mary? You want some? Yeah. Don't nobody want nothing. Be muted. Yeah, I didn't think. I thought I, I your motherfucking ass would speak up. up. Yeah, shut your ass up, you big ass shark. You the biggest shark in the world. Yeah, and I'm gonna fucking eat your motherfucking ass alive. You can't huh? eat. You can't eat a motherfucker up. Once you come out the water, bitch, you smell all over the world. Everybody can smell a fish coming. That's all right. You live in San Diego. I'm not far from the water. Funky cock, funky cock, boom, boom. Funky cock, funky cock, funky cock. Do you need a hug? Do you need a hug? I want no hug from your big ass. Nobody want a hug from you. It's yeah. your motherfucking big old ass, nigga. But who want a hug from a motherfucker that don't wear no drawers and shit? Commando oh. in a nigga's seat. Nigga, you'll never get in my car. Ever. They need to change the name of this show from the third hour of power to the pooper scooper show because all I'm hearing is a bunch of shit from this nigga's mouth. Oh. Is that what it right. is? Well, when we asked right. you about Latoya, nigga, you got quiet. What happened? Where did she go? I'll just let you keep running that shit out your mouth. You got diarrhea. Oh, okay, you must want some too. I tell you, you I got, got diarrhea of the mute too, nigga. Shit, that's nigga. You had diarrhea when they kicked your ass off the network too, nigga. What about oh, men, nigga? It's your punk ass, nigga. Now you on mute, nigga. Come in here talking that shit. You run down ass knockoff. Now, yeah. Mm. 
Talk about the next subject, Cuddles. Nicole. Go ahead. Cuddles, I'm, I'm going to send you an email. Um, okay. So I got something I want you to check out and see what you think of it. I'm going to send that over uh, for your reading enjoyment. And uh, let's see here. What else? Can, what can else the nigga read? Yes, uh-huh. yes, he can. I, can tell you, I bet you this nigga can mute. I bet you I can spell mute and read mute, nigga. You want you want to see your ugly motherfucker, you? So uh, get a good night's sleep. Poor sleep quality. Getting fewer than six hours of sleep every night for several weeks can contribute to hypertension. A number of issues can disrupt sleep, including sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome and general sleeplessness, also known as insomnia. Let your health care provider know if you often have trouble sleeping. Finding and treating the cause can help improve sleep. However, if you don't have sleep apnea or restless leg syndrome, follow these simple tips for getting a restful sleep. There's, uh, how many are here? Four. <laughs> Stick to a sleep schedule. Go to bed and wake up on the same time each day. Try to keep the same mm-hmm. schedule on weeknights, even on weekends. Create mm-hmm. a restful space. Um, that means keeping the sleeping space cool, quiet, and dark, free of weed smoke. Do something relaxing in the hour before bedtime, aside from smoking your bubble bomb. That might include taking a warm bath, doing relaxation exercises, avoid mm-hmm. bright light, such as from the TV and computer screen, uh, watch what you eat and drink, don't go to bed hungry or stuffed, avoid large mm-hmm. meals, Close to bedtime. Um, mm-hmm. Limiting nicotine and caffeine. None of that shit works. None of that shit works for sleep apnea. <laughs> That's some goddamn well, lies. Right about sleep ap- no, no, no. You are absolutely right about sleep apnea. And I'm glad you brought that up because many may not recognize that they have sleep apnea. And I'll just say this. If anyone has ever told you that you stop breathing in your sleep, we, I would strongly encourage you to go for a sleep study because the chances are you have some form of sleep apnea. In addition, if you snore in your sleep beyond, say, three minutes when you first fall into your um, REM sleep, it's a good chance that you have sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. And there are other, 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 um, other uh, how should she say, yeah, not yeah, symptoms, I already know but I got sleep apnea. It's hard to sleep fucking around with Mary and fucking Fred every other day. Niggas, I be snoring like a motherfucker. I had to go get me a CPAP. I got me a CPAP now. Make my shit work. Got the fuck. Jay got me fucking with these clowns. <laughs> so, Cuddles, I'm glad that you have your CPAP machine. However, yeah. one may say that um, sleep apnea isn't because you were, maybe it sounds like, bored um, to sleep. But it's an indicator of how our face and nasal passages passage, passage is structured. Monkey shit the dog shit all day long. This is where I can't <laughs> pooper scooper hour. Wow. Cyber schooling trying to be a goddamn internet police. Yeah. So sleep apnea and it's and contrast. Uh-oh. What'd you say, Fred? I couldn't What'd hear you. Say, Fred, say it again, Fred. What your motherfucking punk ass say, nigga? Where's your car, nigga? Matter of fact, nigga, where's your brother-in-law? That's what I like to know. Where's that nigga? Because he in your car. Nigga. Talking wow. shit. And one other thought about sleep apnea. Well, there are many, but here's another. 
contrary to what many may believe, sleep apnea does not mean that you are overweight, and that's why you have sleep apnea. So if you lost weight, you would breathe better. It has a component to it, but that's not the only way that you can that's come That's a goddamn lie. No, no. That's a damn lie. That's a damn lie. All sides are suffering from sleep apnea. I'm still snoring. Well, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. You don't have. That's exactly right. That's right. Yeah. All sizes. So, yeah. Don't think that you know if you cut back on you know eating bread. If you're over forty, you should strongly consider that. Nigga, I ain't had no bread. Nigga, I'm still snoring. What else you got? Not you. Not you, cuddles. <laughs> Folks have said the only big people get sleep apnea. So I was speaking to that. That's a goddamn lie. Anybody yeah. can get sleep apnea. Yeah. And um, it affects it affects the uh, how much oxygen comes to your brain, and that affects um, it drives hypertension and diabetes uh, also. So sleep apnea, you have to. Um, Work with that. You know, do something about that. The CPAP machine comes in different types of um, masks that you can wear at night. And um, I, I'll tell you that um, it improves your health. It improves your energy levels. So anybody yeah, want to know more about that, I can send it. I'm on my way for a sleep uh, apnea test right now, but they're not keeping me overnight. They're sending the machine home with me to... I guess they can oh, monitor. monitor. Uh, okay. Well, I'm I'm more familiar with the. Um, yeah, that shit overnight. ain't working either. They can't do shit with that machine when you take it home. That motherfucker start blowing out of air all in your motherfucking face at two o'clock in the morning. You feel like you can't breathe. You got to pull peel the motherfucker off. Okay. And then when you oh. call the motherfucker, <laughs> when you call the motherfuckers. <laughs> Nigga, I'm talking. Nigga, what you talking about? Nigga, smoke a cigar right nigga, now. Nigga. Home don't work like that. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. What don't work like what? The home testing machine don't work like that. What are you talking you about? Bring that into your mouth. Ted Fred, what's that? Nigga, I got a CPAP. Nigga, it's doing me like that. How the fuck you going to tell me, nigga? They say, you know, you it plays a big part on your heart, 
Yeah. Not getting a good enough sleep. I didn't know it was all that serious. Yes. But, you know, I, I had so much shit going on next to my bed, man. I, You know, that was just another motherfucker, man. You know, I already had the damn oxygen machine, the fucking the this to that. So I just put that on the back burner. But my last physical, they said, and I need to really seriously think about so today I'm going. And I'd like to get that. And what else I'm going to get? I'm going to get some dope. You know, I need something that'll calm me down, like some extra strength, fucking, like the number five Valium and some Soma. See, they don't want to give me what I need. To see, I take that Soma, man, I'm motherfucking here, boy. You wake up the next morning, you be like, going to You sleep. Shit. But you be in a fog all the you? next day. Yeah, how does it affect you oh. the next day? Are I just drowsy? tell you, make you feel like yeah, you like you drowsy, like you. Oh, you know, you can't shake that motherfucker. Coffee don't taste. When you take some pills and shit, you gotta let that shit wear off. Yeah, so you just I'll always, you know, you ever you ever call somebody? Oh, I'm just I'm just tired. You know, that bullshit. You know, I really don't need none of that. I'll just talk this shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the sleep apnea thing, but I'm not taking nothing to make me go to sleep. I'm just going to stay up there. All Ali all night. Take that back. Get him with information. All you got to do is block me, block me, bitch. Block me, nigga. But you're too fucking nosy. I bet you every time I, I take you and they say, ding dong, boy. You jump up. It's Fred. Let me see what Fred wants. <laughs> so My you're doing this don't even work to break his sleep pattern? Or, huh? Is this a strategy, King Fred? You're doing this to agitate cuddles by uh, disrupting his sleep pattern? Is is that is that what you am, am I hearing that from you right now? That's why you're doing mm-hmm. it? <laughs> no. No. I <laughs> you have to realize it's, it's full cotton down here where some guys don't sleep that low like I do. I can get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and everything's all Gucci. So, I mean, it's 2 o'clock you guys time. So, maybe he didn't mm-hmm. get in consideration. But yeah, I've been doing most of the time shit because we two hours different. So, if I text you at, if I text California, if I go in here at 10 o'clock, okay. I don't know how the fuck it goes, but I won't, I won't. I'll block him. I won't. I won't text him. There's a businessman. He's going to school. He's raising six children. He got a wife and family that he got to get up and support. So, <laughs> no. I didn't realize it, but there was. I was reading an article that there's pros and cons whether you wear socks to sleep or not. Which oh. I kind of found interesting. That, uh, My wife insists on it. Yeah, I do in winter. Did you see what? Oh, what does it say? I think King Michael's going to read to us what what the considerations are, the pros and cons. Oh, the oh, well, I read it earlier. I read it earlier regarding wearing socks to sleep. Is that where there's pros and cons to it? That um, 
that actually, of course, if you wear socks that are a little too tight, you know, um, it will cut, you know, the circulation to the feet, which will uh, actually make it a little uh, more difficult to go to sleep and a little more uncomfortable. But they recommend that you do wear breathable socks or, or breathable material, including the pajamas that, that you wear can actually affect your sleep uh, as far as you're, you're getting a good, a good night's sleep. So I was just I just happened to come across the article and I didn't realize that. So I just thought I'd share that. I I only wear socks to sleep sometimes when it's really cold, but um, normally I don't wear the socks. But um, yeah, that was just an article that I came across. And it's good to know. I, some people I know do wear me. socks all the time, though. You know, there are some people who do wear socks all the time to sleep. And maybe right. they might not realize that uh, it could be affecting, you know, getting a good night's sleep. I agree. Um, I know uh, some prefer to wear socks, you know, throughout the day and at night. And I know right. that that hinders the foot from getting um, ample, like, um, air to it. It can cause, mm-hmm. um, like, a, what is that? What is that? Athlete's foot, this kind of thing, or yeah. problems with your toenails growing. Um, and, that, um, that very socks are different, though. Diabetic socks are different. How how so, scissors? They're not so well, compressed. I know it helps with circulation. Hmm? Yeah, oh, yeah, they're not compressed. They're not compressed. Well, they're stockings and they're socks. So the socks don't have that restriction rubber band on. It doesn't have that that that, that tightness you're talking about. And it's very breathable. It's not as tight as a knitted sock. Mm-hmm. So you want the socks on your foot. A diabetic sock would be a great sock to add on. You don't have to be a diabetic to put it on. It, cur- it curves to the foot. So if your foot swells, it will open with your foot. If your foot doesn't swell, it doesn't make a difference. The sock will still mm-hmm. be over composure and be breathable. And you can tell, it's like putting on a knitted sweater versus a uh, real tight, you know, one of those heavy uh, wool sweaters. You know, knitted sweaters, they have a lot of openings in them. They're very breathable versus a, a heavy um uh, a heavy uh, sweater, or I should say, a sweatshirt, is very heavy and it's uh, not so breathable. You know, like putting mm-hmm. on Mr. Rogers sweater. You know, so so I know diabetic socks are different um, things. And the reason why they need to put them on because they don't want their feet to have um, the whole moisture. Right. That's why. That's, that's the reason that's why they right. don't hold moisture. Yeah. So. They be allowed to put the breathing. Okay. So thank you for that, sisters. Well, where 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 do you get them? Is that something that you have to get special uh, order from uh, your no. medical, or is that something you can go like I into go like to, say? You should maybe go to Wally World and get uh, diabetic socks, Walgreens, yeah. CVS. Yeah. Now stockings are the stockings are a different thing. So yeah, they're like they might be in the pharmacy area. Yeah, they, they'll, right. Yeah. They'll be weird. Like not, 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 the, not the, the stockings. No, the stockings you'll probably get in the pharmacy area. The socks you probably find about regular socks. You don't have to find that. Just this they that diet. Like, like regular socks. They don't look like they be anything special. It comes time six times a six pack or three pack. You don't have regular socks, but they're safe and diabetic. But you don't have to get those in the oh. pharmacy area. Those will be right by your regular socks. Now, some people buy them online because they can get more for their dollars. You get, you get 12 packs, you know, and you get different That's colors. That's always you know, good. People. Yeah. yeah. So for those who like fancy socks and they can't put the regular socks on, 
Yeah, the diabetic socks, you know, it, you know. It's like diabetic shoes, you know. The reason why people get diabetic shoes is because they don't compress the foot. They allow the, the, the foot to be able to uh, still cause, you know, uh, circulation circulation wrong. Versus a regular right. shoe, which is compressed. It won't allow it. So you got the sock that's not, that's not diabetic. On top of the shoe that's not diabetic. And all that compression is causing no uh, circulation in the foot. So, yeah. Hmm. Now, you were speaking about the stocking. Now I'm wondering, is the stocking then that tan-colored, um, looking like sock? No, well, they, they come in different colors. Kind of thick, kind of heavy. It's called a nurse. It's not heavy. It's like a, it's like it's just like a regular uh, stocking. I mean, like, you know how y'all, that's the lady stockings are? But it's made of a, a heavier material. It's like so tight. Heavy, but it's it, well, I mean, what I mean yeah. by heavy is yeah. thicker than a. It's a compression. Yeah. It's, it's, like it's a compression yeah. sock. If you've ever had surgery, they make yeah. you wear them. Stockings. It's like a yeah. white yeah. tight. They got different mm-hmm. colors. They got black, white. They come in different colors. You can get any color you want. And they got open toes. They got closed toes. They got thigh high. They got knee high. There's different. There's different lengths. Yep. Oh. Oh, and just uh, if you guys just to throw this in real quick, I don't know if you guys recall the uh, the school shooting, the young man that killed four people, uh, Crumbly. Uh, they uh, they charged his mother and his father for involuntary manslaughter. The mother was just found guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Wow, really? And, uh, yep, and the father's case was separate from her, so he's going to be next. But, yeah, they found her guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Why did they find her guilty of involuntary manslaughter? Well, you know, the thing is, I have been watching a little bit of it from time to time, and I I, I was watching some of the, you know, the testimony and this and that other. There was some damning damning, uh, text messages of uh, her, it seemed like she was aware, and then just some of the things that she did after the fact, before and after mm-hmm. the fact. So it's like um, you'd have to really just go back and look at it. Where I kind of see it, you know. Okay, we blame her after they see her text messages. In other words, you're saying. Yeah, there, there was some damning text messages that she, yeah. Okay. So, I think uh, it would be something that 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 she made. So that, that's what I thought was out there. That I was talking to somebody the other day on, on uh, network, and they were saying something else. But I thought it was something that that, that they knew that he shouldn't have had the gun or even even possessed one because of the way he was thinking already or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they were saying it was after the fact. I don't, I don't know. I never know a real true story on it. But yeah, I feel like if they, if they had no knowledge of it, it's, it's one thing. But if they have knowledge. That that's a whole nother story. Yeah, because they had just bought the gun for him just shortly before the shooting, and and like I said, if you just go back and look at it, uh, I I didn't watch the whole thing, but I just caught one part where they were going over the text messages, and I was like, mm, that don't look good for her, you know, the responses she sent back and forth, the conversations she she was having with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And an appeals court struck down Donald Trump's uh, 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 push for him to be immune from the 2020. So, sure, it's going to go to the Supreme Court at this point. That just came up today. 
Well, we are not lacking in controversial news, I'll tell you that. Yeah. The one I'm waiting for is the trial of a woman who zipped her boyfriend up in the suitcase and permitted him to suffocate the death that's coming next week. That's crazy. Um, so how did, how, did, how did he allow himself to get put in the suitcase? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know how does that even, I mean, what game were they playing? And, uh, and and you know it's on audio. If you if you you probably can go to YouTube, you can hear the audio of him in the suitcase begging her to let him out, and she's just talking the shit out of him, and uh, he died, suffocated to death. She they were probably they probably started out playing a game, or she she probably so it should go. She should probably get um uh what is that called uh premeditated because she probably had that shit. She probably was playing a game, like, let's see, you know, if you can fit in a suitcase. And Mm -hmm. um, he got in the suitcase, and then she was like, oh, guess what? You fit, and you're about to die. (laughs) Pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. Wow. Like I said, if you look at the video, it is like, you know, it's, wow, it's crazy because when you're hearing him, you know, just begging her. You know, calling her babe and everything. Let me out, babe, and this, that, the other. It's like, and she's just talking the hell out of him. And uh, yeah. Oh my God. I wonder how many times he's whipped her ass before that happened. Yeah. I agree. So that that's kind of a dangerous game to play. Putting somebody in suitcase. I love you, very much. Please don't put yourself in nobody's suitcase for fun. <laughs> It's so funny that we even talking about this. Uh, two of my friends, they went on a cruise, and they just took, before they left to go on the cruise, they were playing around and trying to see if one of them could fit in the suitcase, and she did. And um, But, you know, nobody got locked in and killed. Thank God. But that's, you know. Mm. Yeah, crazy. You think you think domestic violence was involved, sister, and, and this is her. This is that. I was not familiar. I mean, I was just saying that, funny. but I it's because it's not oh. very likely for a woman to kill their mate, right? That's just not right. nine times out of ten. I would say probably eighty percent of the time, there's some kind of there was some kind of violence happening against the woman when then she finally snapped. But that doesn't mean that that's the case with this. I was just okay. I, I, I was just trying to understand. King Michael, does it say what she was saying to him when you said taunting him? Was she was she like like you know was she giving him the laundry list of? Because I don't know. Like was she talking poorly to him, taunting, or does it say anything of what she was saying? Oh, you said it's an audio. Um, yeah, there's a, there, well, actually, she, she, there's, uh, there, there's a video, not just audio, there's a video. She actually videotaped it. You see the suitcase on the floor. Uh, like I said, you probably oh, can go God. to YouTube and pull it up, but uh, she actually videotaped it. Now, I'm, I'm not looking at it now, but I do recall when it happened a while back, and, and like I said, it's coming up on Court TV, I think, next week. I love Court, well, I shouldn't say love, but I like Court TV because it's real. <laughs> you like it a lot. No 
Yeah, it's it's not no scripted shit that you look at on television every week, you know. Right. But uh, it's the real deal. But um, she videotaped it, and now going to what um, what uh, what was it said as far as um, you know, him the being video. violent towards her. It might have been yeah. that, but I think there was something else about him cheating on her. It was something that she was a woman scorned, as they say. So, yeah, um, that's what I was. Yeah, that's why I was headed, wondering if yeah. So she, you know, then gave him the reasons why she he really in the suitcase. He he mm-hmm. thought it was for fun, but she had yeah. something else in mind. Oh man. Yeah. Hmm. So. Um, you don't, don't know where you're headed. You're mahogany. You're lost. You're talking about. And you don't know the way to San Jose. So what's that say about you? Well, I'm here at Safeway. You want me to pick up a stack of paper bags so you can cover your head with? No. I know pick up some manners. See if they have any manners. Check and see what aisle that's on. <laughs> Buy all of that. <laughs> Thanks. That was you very have nice. Any- well, like what you said, it was nice. So, Plankton, do you have anything that was to a say fact. about what? Uh, do you have anything to say to share about the topic that's being um, that's before us right now? You know, it's crazy. You, that, put you, know, you, in a <laughs> you know, it's crazy that you Sorry. see people do things, right? And you really find out that some some people really don't know the evil inside of them. Until they're ready to commit to that, I think they know they got something they want to do, but until they they're allowed to do it, that would fest it up in them already, and then manifest to what they wanted to be. They can't yeah. stop it once it's emotion, and then they wasn't oh, sorry right. after it's all over. With. Mm-hmm. You know. Body emotion, emotion. She she had a lot of time though to think about that shit before. Well, yeah. She just decided not to let well, him out of She was in the motion. But right. let me tell you Is something, Mary. If you're drunk with somebody, look. Her. I'm saying look, if you're drunk with somebody, you're gonna zipper it and then unzipper it. You're not gonna like sit there for minutes while somebody. Oh in, yeah, uh, but I'm saying, but even, uh, like but that. even though even though Charles, she still had a lot of time. Before then, to think about it and go, okay, maybe what I'm doing is wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Let me let him out of here. Right. Right. And that didn't happen. No, she left him in. She left him in. That on his own. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She she was already already in motion to be that way. That's what I'm telling you. Let me give you a little information. Her name is Sarah her name is Sarah Boone. Um, she, uh, this occurred in Florida in 2020. Um, and she said uh, this was February 23rd of 2020. They were playing a deadly game of hide and seek. Uh, let's see. Uh, she had called 911 and reported her boyfriend uh, was dead inside of their apartment in the suitcase. She claimed that she went upstairs and passed out. They had been drinking wine. She claimed that she went upstairs and passed out. She said she woke up hours later to her cell phone ringing and went downstairs and found uh, Torres unresponsive and not breathing in the suitcase, according to the report. Um, but uh, you can um, just Google Sarah Boone, and yeah, they have the um, they have the video there where you can just display and hear exactly what was going on. Now that could change things if she really was drinking. 
That could change things. I ain't gonna say she's not gonna be responsible, but that could change things. Yeah. If, they, if they prove that she was drunk in the process of doing that. But yeah, see, here uh, Why is he asking her to let him out if he put himself in there? And why can't he get himself out if he put himself in there? Like, if he well, hid the in is, there. Did she lift it up from the outside and did it have a reversible, you know, sometimes it's like a jacket. Right. Have a, it's a reversible jacket. It can have a zipper on both sides. But it says during the investigation, detectives found two videos on Sarah's iPhone. And the video appeared to show Torres zipped inside the suitcase, occasionally moving and seemingly begging Sarah to, to let him out. In the video, it seems to repeatedly taunts him. It says, quote, Sarah, I can't breathe, babe. Mm-hmm. She has the And then she so, says, so that's that on you. And, and, she, and, she, and she responds and says, that's on you. And then he says, Sarah, I can't breathe. And she says, that's on you. Uh, that's according to the reports. So she wasn't asleep, passed out when he was a wide awake begging for her to let him out. Right. Mm. She was asleep? No, she was talking to him in the video. Uh-oh. No, no. Yeah, she kept telling him that's on you. So, you know, she said she went upstairs and passed out. No, yeah, after she taunted him and him begging her, and he and she kept saying so that's on you. What I'm saying to you, Snicky, is that when you're drunk to the point that you're coherent. You can you can say all kinds of things, and don't don't be responsible for the things you're doing. About you, you're just saying it. You're talking dumb. But I'm saying though, I always say that when people get no, nah, that makes you get convicted. No, no, listen. I mean, she just set a camera up to drunk, Hold up, no, hold up, no. Listen, when people get drunk, the real shit they want to do, they do. I'm just saying, people have done That's why many she's going things. That's prison. But I don't think, I, but again, if, I, if they can prove that she was drunk, it could be different. Her sister could be different. I'm telling nah, you. not after they got her on tape telling that motherfucker, that's your issue that you can't breathe, bitch. I ain't but, let you. I hold it. I don't know. I don't know. I think it'd be different. Well, I mean, if they're playing hide and seek, okay, like, no, forgive me, okay. Hide and seek me, I get to pick my hiding look, place. Look, look, I'm hiding. You don't know I'm in the suitcase, I'm hiding. That hide and seek, snitchy. That ain't what they calling it. The police ain't calling it. Okay, that. hold up. That's the same thing with somebody's driver's and could you roll you over versus somebody who's drunk driver. It, it's a different, it's a different situation. It's a different case. It's a different, it's a different oh, yeah. It is. It's different. There's a different, different case when somebody emerges under the influence versus somebody who basically emerges. It's different. Shit, you still go to that's prison. That's why I said I they know, gotta be I careful. know a kid that. No, yeah, listen. That went to I never said, I never said he didn't get kill the dude. The dude just got his leg amputated, and he went to prison for like seven years. Mary, I never said she would get off. I said, I said the, the, uh, the charge is going to be different. That's all I said. Now, so, you know, going to what Mary's that, point, I don't know. But, but, but going to Mary's point, what she said earlier, this is interesting. Um, and by, and by the way, I'm sorry, this uh, case is supposed to take place in July, but it says battered spouse defense. At a January 2023 pretrial hearing, a lawyer representing Sarah Bones told the judge that he planned to argue a battered spouse defense at Bones' upcoming trial, which is now expected mm-hmm. to begin in July. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I'll say, you know, the fact that 
he's telling her he can't breathe and she's telling him it's his problem, I already know mm-hmm. something is amiss. They weren't playing. He he might have thought, I guess he thought they was playing, but she mm-hmm. wasn't playing. For whatever her reason, she left him in that suitcase and he was communicating with her. She took the time to record it. Right. And, you know, I, that's, yeah, this shit was all premeditated. A batter, it, it wasn't no self-defense. You could be batter woman syndrome, I get it. But that doesn't give you the right to kill nobody. Right. The crazy thing is that where she, she, she provided the evidence, and that is recording it. I think had she not recorded it. See, this is, that's why said, the bitch is crazy. Mm-hmm. Had she not re- re- recorded it, it would have been no evidence there. It could have been, you know, her word against, you know, like, hey, look, he got in there. I didn't put him in there. But she claims that she, uh, she all, uh, always thought that he could get out. She claims that she didn't zip the suitcase all the way up. And according to what I'm reading now, the detective said, if that was the case, there would have been a hole somewhere close to that Put your hand right in there. Right. And you could GI Kung Fu grip your way up out of there. Like, you know, slide the zipper. Like, why would you even zip it all the way? Always have a blade in your pocket. (laughs) <laughs> Sister, we don't know we, we don't know the conditions of, of this gentleman He might not have had a pocket for his blade um, If you understand what I'm saying to you I don't know what they're doing in there I don't know what convinced him to get in that suitcase <laughs> Okay, I don't Like, what would convince Like and I don't, <laughs> Yeah, Sister, I don't know if he had a blade <laughs> I don't know I don't know But hide and seek But hide and seek, I mean Hide and seek. You're hiding from a person. So, right, I, right. I pick my hiding spot. You don't know where I'm at, King Michael. You 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 gotta find me. And when you find me, it's like ha ha ha, I found you. I mean, that's the way I remember the game. Right. So in order to play hide and seek, he if, let's say for instance, he chose to get in that suitcase by himself. So he has mm-hmm. to be able to zip it up from the inside to a certain point, right? Well, then that means he can unzip it from the inside. Exactly right. But he's in there asking her to help him get out of it. Mm -hmm. I don't. I didn't hear Michael say he was saying that the zipper stuff. Put him in that motherfucking suitcase and killed his ass. She knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. (laughs) Third (laughs) hour. Bitch, you ain't beating me no more. Watch this. Yeah, that's yeah, real problem. I mean, yeah, you you were right, but I'm just I'm just trying to go by the fact that she said they're playing hide and seek. That just doesn't add up. No, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Based on I'm telling you, if, if, they, if they blood test her and then she had nothing, that'd be one thing. I don't even want to point blood testing. They even make sure that she didn't have alcohol. In. So now, they if they probably don't didn't do, that, do any of that, now it's going to be, yeah, exactly. So now it's going to be an argument that she was. So they didn't even bother even, even take due diligence to do it. That's why I keep saying this can become a serious situation. Because if they didn't do a due diligence to find out she even had blood, they help me up all blood. Was at a certain level when they got it, and it, it's to me a whole other situation. They just did yeah, it automatically. Uh, yeah, a lot of time had passed when she called nine one one one. So even if she had been drinking, you know the alcohol, mm-hmm. right? Where's where's the self off? Mm. If she, I don't know. No, no she's to the point where she's drunk. They would still be in there. She would be dehydrated, and the blood oh. would still tell. Yeah. Oh. When you're highly intoxicated, you're dehydrated. 
nigga, if I was drinking or not, nigga, I'd have let Mary die in that suitcase. Fuck that fat no, motherfucker. Cuddles, I would have never fit in the suitcase, bitch. Shut up. You would have been in that motherfucker. I'd have chopped up your limbs, your legs first, your arms, and your head. You'd have fit right in that motherfucker. Well, that's murder, sir. <laughs> murder. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Get the <shot> out of here. <laughs> talking about. Oh, wow. Well, condolences to his family. And you buckets stay out of suitcases and, and, and moving boxes. But don't you find it kind of interesting how, like, how, how first she claims that he could have got out. But don't you find it interesting where she, she said that she kept thinking that, that he was going to be able to get out, but now the defense attorney is going to go and try the battered syndrome wife defense. That's admitting guilt in a sense, don't you right. think? It also could have been a kinky situation. Maybe they were playing. It also could have been what? Um, a kinky yeah, situation. They're playing around. That's why he had no blade on him because he in there with stone sarnade. They ain't no clothing on. They're playing around in there. But but sister, Chuck P's great point. But why why leave why leave him in there when he said I can't breathe? Because if she's being a dominatrix, she's dominating over him and doesn't want to and give him time. She, and then she, she wants to sleep. Oh. I'll let you know what kind of mind uh, Chocolate Peach got. She mm. thinks she a dominatrix. Her motherfucker, that's how she thinks she go commando. Her motherfucking nasty ass. Cuddles. But I thought that was a safe no, word, I can't right? Stand you. Usually there is a safe word, but he may, maybe he didn't use it. Wow. Crazy people in this world. Well, something definitely convinced him to get in there. So, sister, I'm with you on that. He might have thought they were playing any kind of play we want to call it. Um, but she wasn't. I don't think she was playing is, is what I'm saying. Like I, she left no, she there. wasn't. No, again, I'm going to go with what Mary said, that it was, uh, I think that it was a uh, a domestic violence thing, and this is her get back. Mm-hmm. And maybe she found back. out he was cheating on her again, and she was just done. Like, bitches just snapped. Um, stop, talking, stop talking about what happened to you happened to somebody else because your motherfuckers cheat on your big old ass, nigga. Bitch, everybody cheats on that. Hey, nigga, nobody wants your nasty ass. That's why your mind is always, he cheated. Bitch, you ugly. That's why they cheat on you. I don't. You're ugly. Sticks and stones may break my bones. You ain't well, got no sticks and stones and no bones, nigga. That's all fat. Oh, my God, Cuddles. He just mad because he ain't getting no That's a very not bad. With your rat-smelling coochie. How you know what a rat smells like? Because Reese told me. Because you smell yourself every day. Reese wouldn't ever talk to you about it. Reese told me what your shit smelled like. He said, I had to get out of there, Ali. I had to leave there. I couldn't wait till she filed papers on me. I let it go that way to make her think she was doing something. Get rid of this motherfucker is what his motto was. And he worked, and he got it done. And now he's marrying off away from your ass. Wonderful. 
And that's it. And that's it. And that's all, folks. <laughs> you gonna find you gonna find your ass on an episode of fucking Snap. And you will be the dead one. So, Marco, you haven't been here about. in a while. What do you think about Ali and how he's carrying on today? Is that kind of how would you? What do you think about that, nigga? I'm gonna show you how I mute a nigga that answers some shit like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show you what I think about it, nigga. Let me go to this room over here. Get back over to the big room. Let me start yeah. texting Jay right now. Go ahead, text him. I don't give a shit. <laughs> text him, motherfucker. He, he about to come out of his meeting, too. He'll be here. Text that ass right now. <laughs> and your motherfucking high yellow piss color self. <laughs> Third hour. That's why your ass is on mute, you motherfucker. No, I'm not. I'm gonna figure it out in a minute. I'm gonna get that ass oh muted. God. It's gonna happen. Well, until you know, then. Uh, when we were talking about that, uh, the woman who was uh, just convicted, I knew there was something I was going to add that, uh, you know, it's crazy that this is the first time that uh, a parent of a mass shooter has been charged, tried and convicted of their child's role. The very first time yeah, it's ever I happened. I, I, hmm. I bet you these motherfucking parents will tighten up. Well, I think, I think a lot of responsibility comes to that. Because, again, this is a child who was 13. What, 13, child was. 16? 13 or 16, oh, I think. I can't remember. 16, I think. He was 16, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he had a lot of common sense. I mean, I'm astounded. You know, I'm convinced that, Michael, you've been going to therapy. You sound great. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whatever you've I mean, been doing, again. it's been working. Yeah, he was 15 years old. I'm sorry. He's 15. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I think that's he's a child. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. He knows shooting guns at folks is not appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where is he at? Did he end up? Did he shoot himself afterwards? Oh yeah, he got a uh, no, he got uh, life without he got life without parole. Oh yeah. good. Yeah, he was convicted back in. Um, let's see, he was convicted back in 2023, I believe. Yeah, life without parole. All these families torn apart, including their own. I can't you know, imagine they're they gonna let the dad just walk walk free. You know, the, you know his, 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 the, the thing well, is the that daddy had no knowledge what was going on. 
Well, well, see, they, they they were going to be tried together, but a judge ruled to separate the two trials, and so the dad is up yeah. next. Yeah, the dad is up next. But see, it says that the parents decided. But see, the kid has, yeah. has made disturbing drawings. He has made disturbing drawings in the beginning, and they went to the counselor's office and and everything, and talked to him, and and this and the other, and. The parents decided to let him stay in school, but I kind of blame the school because they should have said, "No, you take his 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 ass home." <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. 